Friday, you bastard. Ah! It's coming to Bush resume on the facts again. Oh, wow. What is it? Polling, polling, polling. Numbers aren't growing. Howard Dean is going to shrive. He had the lead and steadily. His numbers now are dwindling. Could it be he has a me as wife? Yes. Supporters must be thinking, what was the doctor drinking? And he must have really bad ideas. Oregon. Oregon. Michigan. Michigan. Howard Dean. The hopeful next first lady should think twice before displaying her big foamy gums and horsey teeth. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Howard D. Good try. California, California, D.C. Washington, D.C. Howard D. Good try. Once a lot of those Dean supporters took a look at uh, Dr. Judy Dean, there was only one thing to say. Bye, bye, bye! Oh, and by the way, speaking of Justin, you lying sack of crap. I, I saw uh, for the first time last night the clip right after the uh, Super Bowl Sunday night. Uh-huh. Not that we want to have more than 10 or 20 more stories about that. It just doesn't want to go away. Just a few. But, uh, oh, we had a great time, and it was a lot of fun, and about, about, a, nothing about, oh, that was unplanned, and I'm embarrassed, and I'm humiliated, and it was really supposed to be, uh, uh, this there, and all this other crap. What a lion sack of crap. As the new Inquirer points out very well, also in the new Inquirer, a shocking, shocking oh my God. story about Michael Jackson and this whole deal. Source claims Nation of Islam is extorting millions from the superstar, and he admitted molestation to Louis Farrakhan, of all people. And they <gasps> but, got the video, they got the tape. How do you like that? They wouldn't extort Anyway, anyone. Carly Bruch is dead, which isn't a surprise. It's a horrible story in Sarasota, and uh, this is the second time this week. We had we had the kid who got killed in school mm -hmm. in uh, Dade County, and now we've got this 11-year-old uh, girl who was walking around, uh, kind of wandering around on her own, and George is, like, psychotic about that. Whatever. Well, that's because it's somebody else's daughter. That's right. None of my business. Anyway, her body was found behind a church in Sarasota. The suspect, Joseph Smith, jailed uh, Tuesday unrelated drug and probation violation charges, has been charged with kidnapping and murder. And this is a real upstanding guy, by the way. See, it's a good thing that they take the pot people, the people that have like a pin joint in their uh, ashtray in a car, and they put them away for a good long time because, uh, you know, they're the ones that are dangerous. People like uh, Joseph Smith, his criminal record in the area dates back to 1993 when he was convicted of aggravated battery and sentenced to probation. In November 97, he was arrested on the charge of kidnapping and false imprisonment in Manatee County. He was acquitted of those charges a year later. Uh, he, this is great. A woman accused Smith of grabbing her as she was walking along the street and threatening to cut her if she failed to remain quiet. But his comment was he'd been in an altercation earlier that evening and wanted somebody to walk with and talk to. Right, so he just dragged her ass off the street. A few months earlier, Smith was convicted of carrying a concealed weapon, a knife, according to his arrest record from the FDLE, which is as long as your arm. He faced numerous drug charges. In 2001, convicted of heroin possession, possession of controlled substances, and attempting to obtain controlled substances by fraudulent means, and served little more than a year in pr uh, prison. He was on probation when arrested Tuesday. 
See, if he would have had like a maybe a, an ounce of pot, he'd be doing 10 to 20. Right. But, you know, heroin and uh, knives and grabbing a woman off the street. He uh, was walking around on a loose again, which goes on all the time in America. And now we have a little dead girl. What a surprise. Here's the result of the poll yesterday, which I want to apologize to our Jamaican lady who was very, very upset at the content of the show, at the uh, TV show themes that I played and at the polls that we took yesterday. wasn't up to her meticulous standards, so we want to apologize profusely, and we'll see if we can't do better in the future <laughs> on the Neil Rogers show, okay, you crazy bitch. I wish I knew exactly what bothered her, like maybe she could fax a list of things that bother her. Yeah, maybe she would like to uh, direct the show, in fact, about 8.30 every morning. Uh, fax us a little note and let us know what you'd like to have us talk about that day. You can also fax us a poll because, you know, we have right. to rack our brains coming up with a different and neat and interesting poll every day. And since you seem to be the programming expert and have a hell of a lot of time on your hands, lady, please, that would be a nice uh, bit of assistance. Now I want to Any... know what she hates so I can uh, do that during the vacation show. Oh, everything. Right down the list. 1,625 votes. Now add that to the 284 we had in the first poll about uh, whatever the hell it was. Uh, so almost 2,000 again, but the response, thank God, has been dropping way off on our website, which means that, uh, you know, finally the Fuhrer, can we uh, say their Fuhrer? Well, speaking of their Fuhrer, Bush is going to be on Meet the Press with Tim Russert on Sunday. Tim's going to be tossing some softballs, marshmallows, and lollipops at El Presidente. You can be sure of that. He's going to be tossing his salad. I say we'd like to see Michael Moore moderate that interview. Uh, it would be good. Not, not, a, not a sellout like Tim Russert. How much would you pay for that? Oh, I'd say about 30, man. 30 million if I had it. 1,625 votes. What I like most about NeilRogers.com, our prestigious website. Both pictures and the stories, 50-50, 494. Maybe uh, the Jamaican lady don't have no computer. Maybe that's her problem besides life. Too bad, honey. Get lost. Although it's good that she keeps stuff occupied with those calls. He really enjoys your calls, lady, and hopes that you'll start calling every day because it makes him feel like he's doing something really worthwhile. Uh, listening to the show online, 263. Now, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The Naked Pictures, 232. Now, most of them, I'm sure, came from University of Miami. Uh, the Pools, 224. The News Stories, 157. I Hated It's Evil, 75. Our website is evil. The Silly Noises, <coughs> 71. Uh, the Archives, only 65. Now, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. And what? The Funny Pictures... 50 out of 1,632 votes. Here's today's poll, and I sure hope it meets with the approval of the... In fact, maybe we ought to put her on the poll. <laughs> I'd like to put her on a poll. A the biggest one. asshole of the new millennium so far. Now, it's only 2004, just early into it. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is we start with a short list, and then, of course, we'll add on any others that we've overlooked, which I'm sure there might be how many thousand? About 30, man. Thousands to add on. Oh, but before we do that, I see we got a couple of really good calls coming in. WQAM, hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Wow, you know, I just called to tell you something interesting, and you answered the phone. Yeah. I was sent to the dollar store up here in Boca. Yes, sir. And you'll never guess whose book is sitting on the shelf by the hundreds. Your oh. friend, Matt Drudge. Oh, God. And he's got his purse plastered all over there. I didn't know he had. I didn't know he had a book. When did he write a book? Yeah, it's it's, it's a red cover. It's uh, something Drudge, the Drudge story. I don't know. It's it's his bio. He, the fudge packing story. Now, did you did she come out of the closet in this book or not? You know, I didn't buy it because it wasn't worth a buck. Yeah. 
But maybe I should buy it and just drop it off at the studio. No, 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 don't do that. We don't want we don't want the, the pollution factor is too strong. We don't want to be uh, polluted by it. Yeah, just just stand in there and read it. Uh, you know, just read a couple of chapters while you're in there. Don't buy it. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the good news, yeah, Pally. Have a great day. Good. good luck to you. Get out of here. Uh, here's the uh, new poll. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is uh, Michael Powell, Colin Powell, George W. Bush, Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> Janet Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson, or Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, do we want to put Justin Tinkerbell on there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's put Justin Tinkerbell on there since he's partner in crime to all of this crap and a, an obsessive liar. Uh-huh. And then did you see his uh, also one of his uh, group members from Instinct, J.C. Yeah. Chavez or whatever his name is, uh, he's been uninvited to whatever he was, the Grammys or whatever he was supposed to be, and they said, oh, go away. Mm -hmm. They said, go bye-bye. <laughs> here's a little, here's a good guy, Robert Wexler. I appreciate the uh, fanatical listener out there who keeps talking. That's good. Because this is an important thing. Like I said to George before the show today, and I realized that I'm not going to change the world, especially the good old USA. I'm not going to change people's priorities, their attitudes, their mentality. We just try to have a little fun here, and we still have people pissed off and upset like the Jamaican lady. But at any rate, uh, here we had a, a presidential election stolen right in front of our noses, right in Florida, in Dayton, Broward, and Palm Beach. And it was like, uh, you know, like, uh, okay, we lose, you win. And we had like a second and a half to two seconds of a naked breast, not a com even a completely nude breast, on a Super Bowl halftime show produced by MTV. And right away, it's Friday already. The, ga the game was Sunday, and believe me, there was a game. There is nobody talking about, um, except maybe in Boston and um, and in Carolina. But there's nobody talking about the fact that there was a great game, maybe the greatest Super Bowl ever. But it pop 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 pop. It, it just doesn't end. Even like Bill Humper said on CNN this morning, when will this ever end? You know, that's what he said. Aren't you impressed by Miss Hummer? Impressive. Anyway, Robert Wexler, here's a press advisory from his orifice. Congressman Robert Wexler will appear in court 3.30 this afternoon. He'll oppose motion submitted by Secretary of State Glenda Hood and Palm Beach County Supervisor Elections Teresa Lapore, that bitch, to dismiss his lawsuit and or transfer the case to Tallahassee. If Wexler prevails on the motion, he'll ask Palm Beach County Circuit Judge Karen Miller to expedite the discovery and trial of the case. On January 16th, he filed a lawsuit against the Florida Secretary of State and uh, Supervisor of Elections and the Palm Beach County Commission for failing to ensure that Floridians will have their votes recorded accurately. The Palm Beach County Commission voted unanimously on February 3rd to purchase ballot printers in Palm Beach County, so they were dropped from the suit. Also... The county commissions of Palm Beach, Broward, and Dade counties voted unanimously as the, at the Tri-County Commission meeting January 26th to request that the Florida legislature change the current election law to require paper ballots, citing that it's the only way to ensure that every vote is accurately counted. So they're having at the meet today, 3.30 this afternoon, in the Palm Beach County Courthouse, 205 North Dixie Highway, West Palm Beach. Nice going, Bob Wexler. You're one of our only hopes, the great white hope, in the state of Florida. While the rest of the public is going, oh, do you see that titty on the uh, Super Bowl? Do you see that titty? <laughs> Embarrassing, juvenile, and tragic. Let's see. Here's a fact from Steve who says, these scumbags who kidnap children and kill them, let's save on prisons and let them loose in the woods and allow the special forces to train in on them, hunt them down with knives, and kill them, says Steve. Well, you see, one thing about people who uh, murder children, when they go on the inside, just like people who molest children, like Father uh, Gagan. <laughs> When they get on the inside, bad things happen to them. You know, 
Yeah. No, good things happen to them. Well, good things for society and bad things for them. And, of course, the fact that they're hunted and haunted and live in terror all of that time just kind of adds to it, makes us feel better about it. 1013 at 560 WQM. If you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, if you want to save yourself a potload of cash, and who in his right mind doesn't, then we invite you to visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US-1, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836, and Armstrong's Toyota Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you live because you're going to save a crap load, thousands and thousands of dollars on new Toyotas. Check out these unbeatable prices right now. An 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country, from just $14,990. And when you buy your new car at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. These were the first dealer in the area. This be the first dealer in the area to offer your free tires and batteries for life, too. General Manager David Rich, he's the man. Him and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, and they're committed 100% customer satisfaction. They'll treat you right. No high pressure, no BS. The service department is open weeknights late to late to make sure your service work is done and done right. And I'll tell you again, conveniently located US-1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, it's just 20 easy, simple minutes south of the 836. So it's well worth your trip because if you're sick and tired of the mega dealers who overpromise and always seem to under-delivery, then this is the place for you. Call David Rich, Armstrong's Toyota Homestead GM at 305-242-3247. That's 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. Drive a little and save a whole lot on that great new Toyota. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Were you drudge packing? Rectum. Bye, 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 bye. Doing her, that's right, just about every day and night. Cause Britney's young and tight. Hey, baby, come on. I waited endlessly. She finally gave it to me. Now, just like in her songs, I can hear her moan. I've been dating her since we were four. It ain't no lie. I I was the first to go through that door. It's come by, by, by. It's about time everybody knew. We're doing it like bunnies for a year or two. I hate to tell you her virginity has come by, by, by. The sweetest cherries are so young and pink. I thank God every day that I am within sync. I hate to tell you her virginity has come by, by, by. Likely story, sweetheart. Even Celia Cruz wouldn't have touched you. It's 1019 at 560 WQM. Chris uh, sends me a long list of stuff, which I might read if I have time. Things you must believe to be a Republican today. Pretty cute, Chris. She also asked me, do you know why the Ed Wood DVD, which was supposed to be released uh, on Tuesday, was recalled? And the answer is, no. I have no idea. Did you know about it? I did not know about it. Maybe it A was few made it under the uh, shelf anyway and are now going on eBay for 30 to 70 bucks because the demand is so great. I don't know. You can buy it on VHS and... Uh, right. Watch it for about 20 minutes, and it's great, and then sh shut it off. It just... <laughs> I mean, for you to be talking about movies that don't end, wow. Well, it, or that end too soon, it, or it whatever. Came to an end. It, it just goes on, and it's a... Oh, uh, Eddie, Eddie, please, uh, you know. As much as Martin... Uh, what's his name? Balsam, not Martin Balsam. Martin uh, Furman. What's his name? Martin Balsam. Not Martin Balsam. He was in Psycho. Martin... Uh, oh. 
Come on. Oh, Little I can't believe this. Uh-oh. Martin Sheen. Ability. No. Martin, uh, well, whatever the hell Landau. the guy's name is. Martin Landau. Very good. From Fish and Impossible. As great as his performance was, he was even a better Bella than Bella was. But, uh, you know, after you see that deal about the first 400 times, it gets a little bit stale. And uh, what can I tell you? It's okay. Oh, this is good news. AP poll notes decline in support for Bush. Maybe that's why he's leading our poll out of the first 76 votes. He's got 46. Do you think that might be part of it? I got 53 for him. I just refreshed. Like I said, it just went to 53 out of the first 86. Michael Jackson's got 11. I got a really uh, blockbuster story on that. Oh, I didn't say blockbuster, did I? <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. Hey, gangbuster. President Bush's public support dropped sharply over the past month. All right. Especially among older voters, who are the ones who happen to vote, by the way, political independents and people in the Midwest, an AP poll found. And for the first time, more voters in this poll, two years of tracking the question, said they would definitely vote against Bush than said they would definitely vote for him. Bush's approval rating stood at just 47% in the AP Ipsos poll taken in early February, down from 56% approval just a month ago. Half or 50% said they disapproved in the latest poll. Bush's 47% approval rating is exactly the same as his father's at this stage in his presidency 12 years ago before he got pummeled by Bill Clinton in 1992. Just under 4 in 10, 37% said they would definitely vote to re-elect Bush as president, while 43% said they would definitely vote for somebody else, according to the poll conducted by, uh, by AP. Another 18% said they would consider voting for somebody else. <laughs> Not looking too good, W. So he'll be on Meet the Press this Sunday, and Tim Russell will throw them softballs. Oh, Mr. President, Mr. President, <coughs> all this other crap. You just know that. Yeah. I think you said it right. He's going to fill up uh, the president's Rectum. with honey and just uh, suck it out with a straw. Mm-hmm. So get the honey, Tim. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to... Uh, Oh, MoveOn.org has got another uh, interesting thing here, disturbing and interesting. They do a good job. Yes, they do. says, we didn't think the hypocrisy at CBS headquarters could get any worse, but it just did. As you know, CBS refused to run MoveOn Voter Fund's Child's Pay ad, perhaps the most tasteful and uncontroversial advocacy ad in history during the Super Bowl. CBS executives claimed they had a blanket policy against so-called issue ads. Yesterday we learned that the network plans to broadcast an ad promoting the Bush Medicare prescription drug law. This is part of a $13 million taxpayer-financed TV campaign to take the heat off the White House for pushing through a drug plan that benefits drug companies and insurance companies more than Medicare recipients. The White House ad features the tagline, Same Medicare, More Benefits. But a report by Consumers Union last month said that most people covered by Medicare would wind up spending more for prescription drugs as a result of the provisions in the law which favor drug companies. According to the Washington Post, the campaign is intended to counteract Democratic criticism that Charge, changes to the Medicare program will harm older Americans. Now, if that isn't a controversial issue, ad, we don't know what is, but since CBS appears to be changing its policy, our voter fund has submitted our own Medicare ad, which exposes the facts behind this spin campaign to run on CBS. So far, we haven't heard back. Please give CBS a call today to let them know they need to either pull the White House ad or run ours. And it's got uh, Viacom, CBS's number, their email, their uh, shoe size, their whatever else. So I called that number, and I got that same email. Mailbox is full. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Keep calling it, okay? 212-258-6000 for Viacom, the CBS corporate owner, and tell them to cut the crap. 212-258-6000. Nauseating and disgusting. As once again, another sellout to the good partners in crime. Even though Michael Powell, he's just the uh, pimp right now. You know, He's just making a lot of noise. Oh, you people, we're going to come after you, yeah. Oh, this is good. 
It took almost three days, but the first lawsuit has been filed in connection with Janet Jackson's breath-bearing incident during the Super Bowl halftime show. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Oh, Somebody yeah. got their eye poked out. TV watcher Terry Carlin wants to make a federal case out of Ms. Jackson's bare breast. Well, maybe Terry doesn't have any boobies, huh? Maybe she's jealous that Janet's got big boobies. We could send her some. Ms. Carlin filed a proposed class action lawsuit in federal court in Knoxville, Tennessee on Wednesday against Ms. Jackson, singer Justin Tinkerbell, broadcasters MTV and CBS and their parent company Viacom. Whose number in New York, by the way, is 212. <laughs> <laughs> 2586000. Ms. Carlin alleges that she and others who watched the halftime show during Sunday's Super Bowl were injured by the performer's lewd actions when Mr. Tink uh, Tinkerbell ripped off part of Ms. Jackson's costume, exposing her breast. Ms. Carlin and millions of others saw the act and were caused to suffer outrage, anger, embarrassment, and serious injury to love. What injury could she possibly have suffered? Tonya, they're sharp and pointy. I mean, like brain damage, which according to the one I'm reading here, it doesn't sound like she's got the equipment for that. But Ms. Carlin, who works in a bank, oh, well, that explains a lot. Yeah. Doesn't specify the type of injury allegedly suffered. The lawsuit seeks billions of dollars in compensatory and punitive damages. Meanwhile, CBS, already facing an FCC probe for the halftime show, said it would bring well, we already know that, the five-minute delay in the Grammys. Mm -hmm. Oh, and listen to this. Access Hollywood, as we said yesterday, reported Ms. Jackson had been uninvited to the Grammys on Sunday, but it remained unclear as of now whether she actually would appear or not. Maybe she's just going to, like, sneak up from behind Justin and, like, <laughs> whip him right out. There you go. Oh, but we got a five-minute delay, so only the live audience in uh, in whatever they're, wherever they're doing it will see it. Oh. So there you go. It just, just doesn't stop. Oh, I like this. Federal law enforcement officials said they've developed hard evidence of possible criminal misconduct by two employees of Vice President Dick Cheney's office related to the unlawful exposure of a CIA officer's identity last year. Oh, right. Oh, excellent. That's even better than the unlawful exposure mm -hmm. of a booby. Right. This investigation, which is continuing, could lead to indictments, the Justice Department officials said. According to these sources, John Hanna, no kin to Daryl, and Cheney of, oh, Chief of Staff, the unctuous Lewis Scooter Libby, were the two Cheney employees. We believe that Hanna was a major player in this, one federal law enforcement official said. Calls to the vice president's office were not returned, nor did Hanna and Libby return calls yet. Wow, I love it. Well, maybe you can go play some more golf with Anton uh, Scalia. And get his ass off the hook, for old time's sake. 26 past 10. We're going to need some more names for this poll, of course, we, uh, yeah, if we, there are any. We do, right. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far. I think Dick Cheney belongs on that list now. Okay. Don't you, in, li in light of the latest revelations? No question. Dick Cheney certainly belongs on it. He won't come close to W, but he'll give him a run for his money. 26 after 10 at 560 WQM. we got the Mad Dog at 2, the Hopper at the Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament. That's what that thing is at 4. Golf tournament, ooh. Uh, Joe and Mark, 7 to 10 tonight. They get a little bit uh, pre-after-midnight uh, exposure. Ed Kaplan at 10, and Sporting News Radio <laughs> overnight. 2 to 6, Sporting News Radio squirt, squirt. overnight. Hey, you know, guys, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Hope you're not thinking about giving those same old tired flowers, unless you're planning on getting the same old whatever it is she gives you every Valentine's Day, which is not probably much. Here are three words that you need to remember. Vermont teddy bear. Send her a bear gram at work, the lover boy bear, the love bandit bear, the all-new uh, all-star valentine dressed like a sports fan. When it arrives, she'll be completely surprised. All of her co-workers will think you're the greatest guy, even if you're not, for sending such an original, thoughtful gift. Then maybe she'll give you the gift that you're hoping and praying for. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose the perfect bear for your valentine delivered with a free chocolate in their famous gift box. 
You give a box, and maybe she gives one back in return. It only takes five minutes to order, and overnight delivery to the home or orifice is guaranteed. So call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Send your Valentine the creative alternative to flowers this year. It's 1-800-829-BEAR. That's the number to call. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. Let's see. Here's a fact that says the subject of the day in the morning sports hall shows is this dangerous kid from Carroll City, the football player. Is that Willie Williams? Does that be his name? Uh, Something like that. Josh says yes. I glanced at Goldie this morning during Howard Sperm's commercials, it says here. And speaking of Howard, where was uh, Mo Howard David this morning? AWOL. Absolutely. Just like El Presidente, AWOL. Well, he sure misses a lot of time, that Mo Howard David. I heard his muskrat was illin'. Says, I'm now listening to Stern for the first time in my life. I always told myself I would go to 105.9 as a last resort, and that resort has happened over the last weeks. Uh oh. Better get with it, Mo. It said, This is not a kid. He's 18 years old, meaning Willie Williams, or has been convicted on several counts of varying nature. He's got 10 violations of probation. He just visited the University of Miami. Don't forget, you can't spell scum without UM. Uh, I think it may have been University of Florida. Right, that's correct. And is being accused of groping a female student, among other things. I looked at the University of Florida police website yesterday to find out the report that the Beast gave us momentarily that was such a bad copy we couldn't read it, and I couldn't find it. Goldie said, we can't turn him away from UM for this. The university's role is to build these kids up, give them support, not turn them back into society. As a side note, Geldy mentioned Carly Abrusha's body was found. He didn't even see the connection. Joe Rose, whom I like, said some other school will sign him if we don't. I want my cigarettes, Nurse Ratchet says this, <laughs> becoming fact. chronic, but very good faxer. Thank you very much. Thanks for the uh, heads up. What do you expect from Gildy in the sports center? Oh, well, if we don't sign him, somebody else will. we got to have uh, Willie Williams, uh, UM, got to win some, you know. There's not even any university there, okay? Who the hell are you people kidding? Okay, before we get to the other stuff, we better start adding some more names on this pool, otherwise the president's not going to have no competition. All right. We've got 159 votes, the biggest asshole of the new millennium so far. George W. Bush, 94. Rush Limbaugh, 24. Michael Jackson, 15. Rumsfeld, 9. Michael Powell, 8. Justin Tinkerbell, 4. Dick Cheney just went on there. He's already got three. Janet Jackson, 2. And Colin Powell, none. See, they, I don't even want to say it. You know, there's just something there. They're just uh, afraid to touch him. Well, he's very respectable. No, that's in the past. Used to be. Hold up those maps again, Colin. Let's see where those weapons are. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Coker and Willie. Willie and Coker. Coker and Willie. Willie. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, Danny just stepped down there with his uh, before he started the job, so they got to have something to talk about. Excellent job, sir. You're hired. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Hey, uh, did you see uh, the speech by George Tennant? Yes. What'd you think about that? Pretty exciting, wasn't it? 
No, I thought, thought the only exciting part was when he said there were no one in the uh, intelligence agency ever said that there was an imminent threat. That, that was the most important part. Yeah, the rest yeah, of it was all window dressing to cover yeah, his ass. Then they say, uh, well, everybody had the same intelligence. I said, that's not what I heard. Anyway, Condoleezza Rice, she's doing a good job, too. Yeah, she's lovely. Okay, have a great day, pal. Maybe we want to put her on there, Condoleezza. Oh, not Dr. Rice. Yeah, Condoleezza, Condoleezza. Make me want to puke Dr. Rice, of course. Condoleezza would be good for our list, since they seem to be a little bit recalcitrant today, adding names to our list. Feel free, man. Put them all on there. Although this is one, we're not going to put me on there or George or Mo Howard. You know, that that's old stuff. We're small potatoes, anyway. We're small taters, man. We're talking about the really the really big fish in a pond. What are those small potatoes called again? Uh, teeter tots. <laughs> no, they're called Clarence's nuts. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yes, I am. Roy Neil. Who is George he? George Neg George for your list. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, speak, get a better phone. How about Arnold? Do we want to put him on there? Sure. Okay, put Arnold on there, the governor of California. Although I'd rather put the voters of California on, but we can't put them all on there, so let's put Arnold on there. It's uh, it's pretty simple. But you know something? You see the connection here? Now, granted, there was a whole lot of reason for that. They hated Gray Davis, and the people of California was very, they were all bent out of shape. But uh, the whole Arnold thing is so embarrassing and humiliating. Then we go to the Janet Jackson deal. Where the hell does it ever stop? No. no. It will never stop. I don't think there's too much hope for the American public. I know that sounds really depressing, but I just don't think there's an awful lot of hope if you catch my drift. I used to want to argue you... when you'd say things like that. Right. And now? WQAM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. At the end of the list, you need to put all of the above, okay? Out of material. <laughs> uh, sure. No. No. Boy, all of the above. Yeah, I hate that. Commit. Joe, who always, uh, this is an inside job. This is from, uh, who did we say this was from yesterday? What? Which one? Edward. The one that was signed Joe with little teeny tiny well, Joe in the bottom. Joe Mama. Anyway, Edward was recalled for legal issues related to the case artwork. The movie's distributor uh, is Buena Vista. Disney, oh my God. I'll bet you I can see the fine finger of somebody in this. Eisner? Maybe Eisner just didn't like uh, the dress that Depp was wearing. That could have been it. I've been listening to you since W Snooze if to say WQM has the worst signal of any station you've been on. Absolutely correct, sir. Five sixty makes Edison's talking machine sound like Dolby surround sound. <laughs> that is the yeah. greatest line in the history. This is the best fax in history, even though it's an inside job. It's a framer. Five sixty makes Edison's talking machine sound like Dolby surround sound. Kudos to your unengineering department, and thank you very much. Wow, that Jim is so accurate. You got your thumb right on it. You drive out there on 441, and there's, you know, the, the, the uh, electric uh, wires there, the uh, power lines. <laughs> you know, hey, welcome to 230 on your AM dial. Might as well be. We're on the ass end. At least we're on the left end of the dial, which is good, you know. Right. I wouldn't want to be on the far right. I don't want to be on the far right end of the dial, because look what happened to the fan, right? 1900 on the dial or whatever the hell they were, 2450 on the AM dial. They're gone. Remember the fan? No. no, no and nobody else does either except Greg Reed. Oh, we're going to sue them. They're going to take away our audience. They're going to take away our balls. Speaking of taking away our balls, how's Donna Shalali doing over there? She'd be very disturbed to know that students at the University of Miami are looking at Janet Jackson's teat on NeilRogers.com. Many of them, by the way. She'd be real pissed off and porked off about that. She might come right into your dorm room, if, you, if there were any dorms at UM. She might come even into your apartment and like uh, yank your computer out of there. Repo your PC. Or at least yank your chain. 
she might just yank it. Or she might just strap on that big one that she's fond of and just uh, come after you with it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I like to, uh, I don't understand, I guess, with FCC, with Janet Jackson's breast coming out. Yeah. What's the difference with that and, like, NYPD Blue that you watch right. and see the whole thing? How do they decide who they can go after? Well, see, well, their excuse for that is, well, first of all, this was during the family viewing hour, and, of course, NYPD Blue is on a little bit later on tonight. That would be the excuse to separate it with it. And then, of course, last night, NBC had a... They had to excise the scene what the, from ER with the yeah. 80-year-old woman. The 80-year-old woman who was uh, having breast surgery or whatever, who was dying with her saggy breast, they had to take that out because now we can't have breast on TV because right. Michael Powell is having a, a nervous breakdown. Okay, and now to the radio with FCC. Yes. I listened to both you and Howard. Right. And that's not your Howard. Howard Stur uh, Sperm, yes. Right. And I listened to both your bits, and you guys are pretty much like close with the same funny stuff, and... Again, how does he get find millions and, like, you can just, you know, you get away with whatever you get away with and he gets away with what he does, but they still go after him, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't understand this FCC at all. Now, the stuff that he got fined for was way, you know, because I've seen those stories, and the stuff he's gotten fined for was way, way beyond anything we would ever do. Right. Yeah. Trust me. Okay. Well, thanks you just, for you just have to, know, to me. You have to know where to draw the line. That's all I can tell you. All right. And there, should, and there shouldn't be any line. We should be able to say whatever the hell we want. Exactly. Have a great day, Pally. You too. Good luck to America, man. That's all I can tell you. This business about words are going to hurt you. Now we got <laughs> breasts are going to hurt you, too. If the words don't get you, the uh, nipples sure as hell will. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. All right. Dr. Rice to you, sir. Ten forty-five at five sixty WQM. The unctuous and overposted Tommy Lasorda says, 
that the uh, Janet Jackson titty-gate in the Super Bowl halftime show was the most disgusting thing he's ever seen connected with a sporting event in his life. No, really, what do you say? I guess the Alzheimer's must be setting in on Tommy, you know what? I guess he's forgotten about all those brawls out on the field during baseball games, many of which he participated in, of course. Did any titties fall out during that? And about the violence and about the uh, beating each other over the head and about guys getting thrown at their head and mm-hmm. things like that. What news? Uh, I guess he forgot about that. See, America, I want, I want you people to understand one thing. Write it down on your arm like in Memento. Write this down on your wrist in indelible ink. Or have it tattooed would be better. Violence good, sex bad. Right. Human body, naked body, bad. After all, okay? violence never hurt anyone. Body parts, bad. That's right. Violence never killed anybody, never hurt nobody, but sex kills. <laughs> like that lawsuit by that bitch in uh, Tennessee. Wow, that is amazing. She wants billions of dollars. She's offended. She was injured. What's that old saying where there's no sense, there's no feeling? Right. WQAM, hello. Neil! Yes, sir! Comunista! WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing today? Pretty good, sir. Uh... All the uh, Janet Jackson stuff uh, for the couple of days. Leading... Reverend Jones. It might not have been, but I think it was. You think? Close enough. You were close enough to me. <laughs> I'm getting like you now. If it even sounds just a little teeny tiny bit, I, it, you're gone. You know? Sorry about that. Not just the way it goes. And if the Jamaican lady don't like it, <laughs> blow it out your oh, ass, man. honey. Call up Duff and complain to him. We hate you. You're a crazy person, lady. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Speaking. Oh, Neil, listen, I understand about Janet Jackson, but I want five minutes alone with this guy from Sarasota, man. That yeah. is ridiculous. I just want him. I want to do something. And, and you know he's going to have a defense attorney. We're going to go through this long, ponderous trial, and he's going to have all sorts of song and a dance and a story. Yeah. Uh, they should just uh, kill him right now, right on TV. Right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I will be more than happy to help. I- I'll be right there to help you out. I'll hop on the first plane. <laughs> hey, God bless let the dad talk to him. And back at you. I beg your pardon? They could let the dad have a word with him. You mean the dad that was in New York? Right. Here's what the Inquirer says about Janet's flashgate, uh, uh, tittygate, nipplegate, halftime gate. Janet's flesh flash, accidental, question mark? Sure, Justin. Justin Tinkerbell swears he exposed Janet Jackson's breast by accident at the Super Bowl, but he deserves the Super Bowl booby prize for that fib insistent insider. The performers planned their moment of shock and awe from the get-go. After Justin yanked off part of Janet's sexy leather outfit exposing her right breast during their halftime duet, the bosom buddies in MTV, which produced the entertainment, apologized. Justin called the exposure of Janet's breast, covered only by a unique sun-shaped metal decoration that was attached to the nipple, a wardrobe malfunction and regrettable. (laughs) But in fact, Janet and Justin wanted to create the same kind of sensation Britney Spears and Madonna ignited when they kissed at the MTV Video Music Awards charged the insider... They'd rehearsed the number of several times, the number several times with Justin reaching over during the line, I'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song, and exposing Janet's bustier, said the insider. All along, they were planning the split second flesh flash. It became an escalating game of sexual one-upsmanship among the pop celebs because sex sells. Last year, Justin grabbed singer Kylie Minogue's booty during a performance at the Brit Awards in London, and then of course there was the Britney Madonna kiss and the Paris Hilton video. After Janet's juggernaut, uh oh, before 100 million viewers, CBS was flooded with protest. Now Janet's just embarrassed and Justin's on edge about the backfired stunt because he's a spokesman for family-friendly McDonald's. Oh, that's why he's apologizing so much. Aha! Uh-huh. Janet and Justin just wanted to titillate but managed only to irritate and offend, says the Inquirer. And the Inquirer rarely makes mistakes, okay? You're full of crap, Justin. 
In fact, I got a great new song for him and his friends in Instinct. It's called. <laughs> Yeah, you freaking little liar pansy, you. Man, he is such a twerp. Now, we just, I'm so embarrassed by this, and my whole family's so sad. What I could say was, oh, my you God. Could, you could catch those runaway S's in a butterfly net, and him <laughs> at the same time, by the way. Better have a who tight the, weave. Who are you kidding, you little pansy? You. Oh, he did Britney Spears right. Right, and I just did the Tom Brady here on the floor of my apartment. Right. How was it? Great. <clears throat> the biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is... Look at that. George W. Bush don't get no respect. He's like the Rodney Dangerfield of presidents. 141 votes for W. Rush Limbaugh, 33. Michael Jackson, 28. Michael Powell, 13. Unlucky number, Mike. Donald Rumsfeld, 10. Dick Cheney's got eight. Eight for Dick. Justin Tinkerbell, seven. Janet Jackson, two. Condoleezza, that's Dr. Rice to us, one. That's Chevron goofball. Uh, Colin Powell and Arden Schwarzenegger have none yet out of 243. Now, you notice how everything is coming subsiding? That hysterical response we had on the website and the votes. I mean, I think one day this week in the first hour we had 400-plus votes on whatever the poll was. Remember? Mm-hmm. Because uh, we had all these people, all these interlopers who were on our website only. And we're delighted they found us. Maybe they'll come back and uh, diddle around with it. All Especially these when we start putting a lot more naked pictures on a week or two. What? Internet lopers. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, now it's kind of like coming back to normal. Things are finally calming down just a wee bit. WQAM, hello. I didn't know she couldn't swim, Neil. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. Uh, Joseph Smith, no trial, just a rope in a tree. And Bo Vercary, he's not so scary. Five six seven oh five sixty. They're going to try to hang that around poor Kerry's neck, and he says, you know, even if uh, they come up with a statewide uh, constitutional amendment to prohibit uh, gay marriage, uh, he might just be for that, even though he's for civil unions, but not marriage, because they want to just hang him with that, you know. Yeah. Sixty-two percent for Kerry in Michigan in today's poll. Sixty-two percent. I think Dean was like with fifteen percent or thirteen. I mean, nobody's even touching Kerry in Michigan. But Howard Dean says, you just wait till Wisconsin. He's going to get a few votes there. About 30, man. WQAM, hello. Unemployment went down. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Now my cool, my Yeah, back at you. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Y- yes, sir. Hey, we're, this state's turning top notch. Uh, we, we had a, uh, uh, Lauder Hill girl raped in the bathroom, uh, Yeah, we had that yesterday. story yeah, by two little kids, right. Miami, uh, Miami kid got his throat slashed, uh, died, last right. week. Uh huh. And, uh, John Smith's stealing little girls. Right. We're turning top notch. No question about it. And you want to know why, sir? You want me to tell you well, why? Why? That's the American fucking way. 5670560, pound five. See, he, he didn't write it down on his wrist. He already forgot. Violence good, sex bad. Right. That's the American uh, motto. Anything that has to do with a body part, it's bad. Unless, of course, it's in a, a commercial. Oh, you see, the... the FCC makes this crap up. This is one of the things that frosts me most, and there are many things. They just make it up as they go along. Here's a group of people. Nobody voted for them. They're not elected. They're appointed, but they're a bunch of cronies and goofballs. And they sit around and, with their phony goody-two-shoes attitudes, pandering to the right-wing fundamentalist crowd, and... Well, uh, we can't have anything that has to do with sexual organs or excretory activity. Now, what, can you tell me what excretory activity is, really, besides taking a dump and uh, peeing? I mean, what is that? How about sneezing? Huh? Right, sure. Perspiration. Or coughing. Sweating. Pimples. Sweating is bad. Uh, people have oily Snoring would be bad. Right? Breast milk. Won't hear the beast on the air no more. He was snoring right on the air. 
Mm-hmm. If you blow your nose. Blowing is bad. That's right. That's what Michael Powell said. No more, enough of the blowing. Earwax. Earwax is grotesque. It's uh, excretory activity, B. Uh, yang. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you're picking seeds out of your butt, Rectum. that is really bad, okay? Yeah, that's extractory. In fact, I think what we might do is just pick a whole bunch of seeds out of uh, Moe's butt. You, you first. Well, he <laughs> picks, he, he t- take care of his own. And put them like in a little glass jar and send them to Michael Powell at the FCC and say, what do you think of this, asshole? Five six seven oh five sixty. What do you think of this asshole? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where the comma goes. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Hey Mo, you know what you can do with that comma? WQAM, hello. Hi, George. Uh, no, it's Neil. Oh, Neil. Hi. Did you want to speak to George? Well, actually, I'd like to speak to both of you. Okay, okay. we're both listening. Okay. Uh, this is regarding uh, the uh, breastfeeding issue. Right. George said the other day that it was against the law. No, I didn't. Pardon? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I think you did. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You said it's against the law in the U.S. No, I didn't. I could have sworn that you did. I no. Okay, what did you say? The opposite of that. About usual. an incident that happened six months ago, an off-duty police no, officer um, told a woman in a restaurant that uh, what she was doing was uh, obscene, that she was violating some sort of obscenity laws, right. and asked um, the woman and her husband and to leave the restaurant, and they did. And they filed a complaint. Oh, I, we had that story on. I had it. Oh, okay. It's against the law to deny a woman the right to. Oh, I'm so sorry. I misunderstood. Sorry. Don't be oh. sorry. I'm an expert but, on these things. But if there's a TV camera in uh, Roland, uh, then it's a problem. Oh, okay. If, if CNN is covering it live. And if they don't give oh. me a copy. Precisely. Right. Oh, and uh, in case you didn't know, uh, Rick Sanchez, in fact, is unfortunately still on the airways. They've given him oh, an entire hour-long program. Uh, dealing with hard-hitting topics like uh, astrology, uh, diet, and right. really and I understand though. Too. Before before they take him off in a couple of weeks, he will find the chupacabra, which will be good. <laughs> okay. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. Bye. Love your show. Hey, don't forget our uh, and love it too. Don't sure. forget the hot couples contest. Them uh, pictures are just exactly pouring in. I'll tell you that. No, they're not. I don't know what that's all about. I Although I, it seems to me last year when we started this and whenever else we did it, it, it starts out slow. They're busy uh, taking pictures. Let's hope. You have till a week from today, next Friday, February 13, to submit your entries and email them to contest at neilrogers.com. Whether it's a, if you're naked, if you're like uh, doing something, if you're, uh, you know, dressed in your wedding gown and uh, he's dressed in his tux or whatever it might be, or anything in between, like that couple from the hockey game. Right. Whatever it might be, just email the pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. Couple with the most votes at the end of the week of February 16, which is when we'll have the voting on our website, wins their choice of one of these prizes, trip for two to hedonism in Jamaica or trip for two to the Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas, whichever you choose. Did uh, Miguel give us that info? No. And the no. uh, third place prize, dinner for two to the Pizza Loft. All the contest rules are on our website, neilrogers.com. <laughs> God, your breasts are beautiful. Brittany is my girlfriend. I am cooler than my peers. I wake up with Britney Spears, yeah. And if you were me, you'd be doing Britney as it is she can't. You're turning green. I've got her and you do not. You 
560 WQAM. Now, what's this fax? It looks suspiciously like those Tim Potts faxes, doesn't it? Yeah, well. Says, I'm the father of three girls. I think when a person commits a sex crime against a child, they should be castrated and put in prison for a long time. If they kill the child, castrate them, hang them, fry them, and or add lethal injection to top it all off. This planet needs less people who kill people and more people who are sick of the senseless murdering that goes on every day, especially in the U.S. This guy may have killed many more, and that's the way it goes in the U.S. The more people you kill, the less likely you are to die for it. Someone needs to take this guy out before he gets locked too deeply away. Well, when in doubt, take him out. I'm all for it. Go get him. Oh, this this is on CNN's website. This, to me, this is so perfect. This is so American. Wait till you hear this. Okay. The Jackson stunt, what now, question mark, is the headline. Super Bowl flashing may encourage crackdown. Let's crack down on this vulgarity and this perversion and these boobies, man. We got guys killing little girls out on street corners. We got 560 some odd American kids that are dead in Iraq over a war that was based on lies. We got the public being raped by corporations that are exporting all of their jobs over to overseas so they can uh, have slave labor. In fact, I got the 10 worst corporations of 2003 coming up a little bit later on. Yay. Yeah, including Bayer. And Clear Channel. Oh, Clear Channel. Oh, no, you're one of the ten worst corporations in the world. Clear Channel, cheap channel. You guys suck. Anyway, it says the one-second flash of Janet Jackson's breast at the Super Bowl can end up putting the brakes on years of plunging standards in the entertainment industry. Now, isn't that great? The AP of plunging mm. standards. Mm. I thought it was going to say plunging necklines. Oh. This particular event might, and wait till you hear who is saying this. You are going to just, you better get out the towelettes. All right, I got the roll. Because you're going to drop a big brown load right on that chair. Oh, that's excretory activity. Can we say that? No. No, like I said, you're going to drop something. Dead. This particular event might be, for the moment, the straw that broke the camel's back on the patience of the audience said, talk show host Carson Daly. A veteran presence on MTV, which produced the offending halftime show, Tolerance of this sort of sexual imagery may have reached its peak. Oh, my God. Carson freaking Daly. Who the hell are you? Yeah, exactly. A punk. Piece of crap. Repulsive. Nauseating. Unlike other minds. And, of course, he presides over the uh, TRL thing, which is nothing but a bunch of uh, hormonal little uh, girls, right. mostly. A oogling around. Chasing after some fag boy. Unlike other milestones of indecency, rock star Bono using the F word on 2003 Golden Globes or Madonna Britney Spears tongue kissing on MTV, Jackson chose to reveal herself before the largest TV audience of the year. That's what made it bad. So many people's brains and uh, futures have been polluted and destroyed. 
And she did it precisely when federal authorities are mulling a crackdown on broadcast indecency. They're going to come and get us, George. Yeah. So you better go through that DCS and delete not just that one thing, but everything, okay? Everything. Fart sounds, burps. I'll just purge it. The Jackson case could have a galvanizing effect on the move to toughen standards, said FCC oh. Commissioner Michael Copps, who's one of the word cops, whose complaint as commissioner has been toothless in responding to complaints. At the very least, he said, it punctures the argument of people who say that those who are bothered by such things on TV just shouldn't watch. How do you turn off the Super Bowl, cops says? Turn off the halftime. Go get a beer, you schmuck. Like most of the rational people, go get a beer, go take a leak. All right, that's right, excretory activity. The FCC commissioners do not take a crap or a leak because that's excretory activity, and since they won't let you talk about it, it must be really sick and disgusting and perverted. This is going to be a national conversation on this, said Brent Bozell, president of the Parents' Right-Wing Television Council, which has long complained about sex and violence on the tube. They're quoting, it's just like MSNBC putting a Falwell on there the other night. Oh, what a surprise, you ought to hear what he said. Right, Brent Bozell. Right-wing asshole. And it goes on here with a list of things going on about the Grammys and the five-minute delay and about the banker from Knoxville, Tennessee, and her class-action lawsuit, about NBC cutting out a scene from last night's ER that showed an elderly patient's breast. They said that the current atmosphere made it too difficult for affiliates to air the segment. <laughs> the current atmosphere, which makes all breasts, even those 80-year-old mammaries, just too, uh, a little too spicy. ABC said it would add a delay for its February 29th broadcast of the Academy Awards. TNT also said it was considering a delay of the entertainment portion of the NBA All-Star Game featuring Beyonce, Outkast, and Christina Aguilera. They're going to take away her cheese. The NFL cut a halftime production number by one of Tinkerbell, uh, Tinkerbell's instinct bandmates, J.C. Chazez, whatever his name is. Is that it? Ew. That's what it says, C-H-A-S-E-Z. How the hell do you pronounce that? Never heard of him. Plant, he's uh, one of the really ugly ones. Well, they all are. Planned for Sunday's Pro Bowl in Honolulu because Shiza's song contained the words horny and naughty. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Horny and naughty. Are you ready for that? No, I wasn't. I can't imagine any self-respecting broadcaster, performer using words like that. Misa horny. Uh-oh. He'll be replaced by hula dancers and local singers. Hula dancers, aren't they wearing like them uh, hula hoops? Grass skirts and coconuts yeah, and shaking over it there. around, yeah. shaking their booties. Yes, they are. Shazza's in turn has ripped the NFL and refuses to sing the national anthem of the game, which he'd been asked to do. Well, how are we going to survive that? I, huh? I'll never be the same. Me so horny. AOL spokesman Jim Whitney declined to comment on reports that the company would seek a refund of the $7.5 million it paid to sponsor the halftime show. Shock and titillation in popular culture is nothing new. From Elvis Presley's scandalously swiveling hips to Ozzy Osbourne's bleep fest on his MTV show, performers have banked an outrageousness to excite an inside an audience. And let me say it again. On, uh, is it CTV here? Or Global? One or the other. That shows the Ozzy Osbourne show. There are no bleeps. Every one of the words is on over-the-air TV. Not just on cable, over the freaking air. Okay? Okay. How is it that just across the border here we can be so much more progressive and not all the uh, things that people are saying on the air, unless it's Don Sherry? Which I don't want to get into that. They're all bent out of shape about him again. Boy, well, that's because it's a hockey thing, see? That's what they get emotional about here. You can swear, you can show breasts, you can do anything you want, basically. Smoke a lot of weed right on the street corner. But if you start picking on hockey icons like Don Cherry, then it causes a big kerfuffle, as they say. What? Can you say kerfuffle. that? Kerfuffle. That's in one America? of their favorite words here, kerfuffle. Well, they're kind of like it's a Brit thing, a little silly, you know? I see. Uh, how's that poll coming? Before we, I read you a great article by Dave Perkins in yesterday's Toronto Star, NFL must be high-fiving behind closed doors. 
The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is we got 325 votes. Not too bad for less than an hour, but not, you know, not, not the herniatic response, which is good because we couldn't keep up with that no more. You know what? No. Even Eric was just, uh, he was even in a bigger panic than usual. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, you know, just calm down, Eric. Well, I'll take care of it. Although we are going to have a lot of naked pictures on our website very soon. <laughs> yeah, we are. What, and what's the FCC going to do about that? Do they regulate the content of the Internet? No. No. No, they don't. Yet. Just That's wait, right. You. And what's the big deal if some 15-year-old kid or 13-year-old kid goes online and sees naked pictures of uh, Halle Berry's boobies or something like that? They'll go kill a bunch of people, but not They might actually gun. touch themselves. The biggest asshole of the new millennium is George W. Bush, 181 out of 325 votes, 55.6%. That's the only poll that he's doing over 50%. Rush Limbaugh, 45. Michael Jackson, 41. Rumsfeld, 15. Michael Powell's, 15. Dick Cheney, 13. Justin Tinkerbell, 9. Janet Jackson, only 3. See, more people hate him because they like, they're, they're proud of Janet. They want to see the other one. Condoleezza, that's Dr. Rice, 2. Colin Powell, 1. Arnold Schwarzenegger has got 1 out of 337 votes. Everybody, nobody don't like Arnold, right? The Gulpinato. That's because he's dumb. He's the Gulpinato. Yeah. NFL must be high-fiving behind closed doors, writes uh, Dave Perkins in the Toronto Star. He says the National Football League is loving every minute of the debate over Janet Jackson's peep show. The NFL is in, in perfect position here. It gets to tut-tut and claim the high moral ground that such a terrible, depraved thing could have ever happened on our dime, when in reality the holiness of the $2.5 million commercial spot is not only maintained, it probably is enhanced. You think anyone is ever going to try to stage a lingerie bowl again? You think anyone's going to be stupid enough to take on the greatest god in television, the Super Bowl, with vague promises of pay-per-view titillation? The Super Bowl has already delivered the real thing, Bosco. It gave you the other Jackson. There'll be no one trying to upstage next year's halftime show. It is to laugh to hear Paul Tagliaboob and the blue suits wring their hands about what those ruffians at MTV did to our precious halftime. This from a gang that not only promotes Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and 31 other team sideline cuties, but knew the much-hyped TV advertisements would feature farting horses and products ending at four-hour erections, symbolized nudge-nudge by a guy throwing a football through a tire. The NFL didn't even know crotch-grabbing and overt sexuality were the staple of the network's videos. Sure, it's not difficult to believe that no one at the NFL or CBS knew what was coming. It's impossible to believe they were launching a preemptive strike against Lingerie Bowl 2 while assuring that the, this corner of the Super Bowl would remain a lively subject of public discussion for days. There are high fives behind the closed doors of the NFL these days. When CBS did the good corporate vertically, uh, ver uh, ver verticality thing and hired MTV, its organizational subsidiary, to produce a show featuring P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Jackson, it automatically knew nobody over the age of 35 would watch. And anyone who does watch this stuff knows videos can be pretty naughty. Fine, who cares? The NFL, which used to produce Super Bowl halftime shows with those show tune singing young Republicans named Up With People, or worse, Orange Juice Queen Anita Bryant, was content to aim younger. It knew exactly what it was doing. The tears are now of the crocodile variety. MTV, which he, he spells it out, E-M-P-T-Y, MTV, also knew how to impress when presented for the first time in its history with 100 million viewers in a lump. Janet, she had a new record coming out the next day. What could a little extra exposure hurt? Her weepy apologies prolong the matter and don't hurt the cause either. The other laughable harump from the NFL came pregame when it threatened several Las Vegas casinos with lawsuits for charging admission to Super Bowl parties. It forced the casinos to pull the plug on the affairs for which nickel and dime betters pay a few bucks for a t-shirt hot dog and chance to watch the game on a big screen with several like-minded individuals. This is the NFL pretending to be concerned about gambling. The reality is Las Vegas handles more on the NFL in general and Super Bowl in particular every year. Gambling is one of the undeniable lifebloods of the league, and not one better missed the game or canceled his bet because of this grandstand play. 
As usual, the big players weren't at silly parties. They were being comped by the casinos who hire NFL players to hang around and former NFL players to hang around and sign autographs. If and when the NFL decides to stop giving out detailed injury information, whose accuracy is enforced by threats of fines for lying, then it'll show itself to be serious about stopping the flow of gambling on its games. Until then, like this Janet Jackson thing, it's all about perception and pretending to take on the high road. It's all a great big con, says Dave Perkins. Oh, you don't think they could have known it was coming, do you? Yes. Oh. Well, that's really bad. In fact, you know what most America would want to see most of the rest of the world? A lot more of the same. Yeah. They want to see the other booby first for, like, uh, for starters. Then next year at the Super Bowl halftime, we would want to see Britney. Oh! That's what we want to see. Even I want to see that. When in doubt, just whip them out, sweetheart. You think they had 90 million people watching this year? They'd have all 300 million people, even little infants, would be watching the ones that are breastfeeding. Oh, mommy, that looks just like yours, only a lot better. And piercer. 11:13 at 5:60. Your booby station, QAM. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Seventeen at five sixty WQM. Oh, speaking of uh, boobies, there's El Presidente. Where is this? From being a subject of debate, but you won't have the final results until after we know who wins the election. Holy moly, they're really pressing the old flesh. Uh, since the beast ain't going to cooperate and give us a copy of that police report that we can actually read, screw them. Mm -hmm. And our sports department too. <laughs> Recruit on probation since two thousand two for burglary. Writes the uh, Sun Sentinel. Before we get to the Michael Jackson uh, story, the hot story of the day. I think we need a lot more names for our poll, though. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is, we only got, let's see, two, four, we only got about a dozen. Yeah, but we got the good ones. We need about... About 30, man. Yeah. Any nominations, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Miami's top recruit was on probation for a felony burglary charge when he was named in three criminal complaints during a recruiting trip to the University of Florida last weekend. Willie Arthur Williams III signed a letter of intent to play for UM on Wednesday, but the linebacker's legal problems could jeopardize his future with the Hurricanes. William was sentenced to 18 months probation August 12, 2002, according to Florida Department of Corrections records. His probation was first reported by Florida Today. WQAM, hello. Meanwhile, the Palm Beach Post reported in today's editions that Williams have been arrested ten times in the past five years. Well, he should fit in just like a rubber glove. Right. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. All right, I got something for your poll. How about right the drummer in. guy? Yeah, okay. According to the Post, Florida Department of Law Enforcement records show Williams, then 14, was charged with petty larceny in 1999. He was arrested five times the following year, including twice on felony charges. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Can you put on your poll? Or you... His most recent arrest occurred July 11, 2002, and Pember Punk. Huh? What? I think we got a new format now. <laughs> well, no, it, ma it makes the reading a little bit less ponderous, you know? It lightens it up a little bit. His most recent arrest, WQM, hello, occurred July 11, 2002, when Pembroke Pines police charged him with two felony counts, burglary of an unoccupied structure, or conveyance and possession of burglary tools, according to the Department of Corrections. Can we say tools on the air anymore? No. Uh, uh, instruments. 
WQM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, what would you think if we saw Celia Cruz's titty instead of Janet Jackson? Williams then 17, then it would be uh, obscene. Then we'd all pass out. Then I would agree with uh, Michael Powell. Williams then 17 was prosecuted as an adult. He pleaded no contest, was sentenced to 18 months of probation and a $353 fine of post reported. Williams was less than two weeks away from the end of his probation when he was accused of misdemeanor battery in two separate cases in Gainesville. He also faces a felony charge of obstructing fire extinguishment, police said. Williams allegedly hugged a student without her permission, hit a man in a bar, and set off three fire extinguishers in his hotel, all in a span of five hours during his recruiting trip that began January 30th. WQAM. The state attorney's office in Gainesville will investigate the sworn complaints before deciding whether to officially charge Williams. WQAM. The complaints, though, could lead to his arrest in Broward County because of a probation violation. I would expect that Broward County would initiate a violation of probation case on him based on the fact that he'd been charged in Alachua County on three offenses, State Attorney Bill Servone told Florida Day yesterday. WQAM. Servone told Florida Day he expected to decide within a couple of weeks whether charges will be filed against Williams for the incidents last weekend. WQAM. I, uh, I, uh, I have a couple of one of the things I always look at is a person's background, Cervoni said. The 6'2", 225-pound linebacker from Carroll City's High is Miami's most prized recruit, a parade All-American, and widely regarded as the one of the top high school players in the country. He chose the Hurricanes over Florida State. Nice choice, Pally. You'll fit in, like I said, like a rubber glove in somebody's... Rectum? Anus. <clears throat> See, I'm cleaning my act up. No ass? Right. Just a little anus. Watch it. Good calls, though. I like that. Kind of spiced yeah, it up a little bit. Uh, good. WQM, hello. WQM, hola. Neil. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Name for your poll, Osama Bin Laden. Uh, good choice, okay. Osama, your mama. we got to put somebody on here, Mike, sure, W run for his money. Osama, your mama, Bin Laden. That's good. Right? He won't beat W. Well, we'll see. He'll give him the runs. WQM, hello. Lolita, Lolita. <laughs> that was James Mason. Oh. It was. Well, should we put her on the poll? WQM, hello. Chamba. WQM, hola. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How do I get on your poll? How do you get on our poll? On your poll. With a ladder. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Aren't these people good or what? Hey, that might have been promo worthy even though. WQM, hello. Just shut up, you... WQM, line 9, hello. Not there. Wow, they are really foaming at the mouth today, you know what? And we like that. We always like a lot of foam. WQM, hello. Neil, you can't win with a black quarterback, and the Holocaust never happened. WQM, hello. Thanks, Rush. QAM. Not there. WQM, hello. Uh, Neil, quick yes, observation, sir. man. Maybe if there was more titties on TV... Willie would have been busy playing with his Willie, and he wouldn't have been in so much trouble right now. Excellent point, sir. That. It starts this weekend, okay? Right on Channel 6, instead of the Rick Sanchez Show, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Don't you think that would get higher ratings than a Ricky Ticky? No question. You bet. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is 400 votes even. That's a good number. George W. Bush, 214. Rush Limbaugh, 62. Pop another one, Rush. Michael Jackson, 51. He's popping him. Michael Powell, 18. Dick Cheney, 18 people say Dick. Donald Rumsfeld, 15. 
Justin Timberlake, 12. Janet Jackson's 4. Condoleezza, 3. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 2. Colin Powell's finally got one, and Osama Yamama just, he just popped up on there. Was Jackson, was a Jackson confession taped? I'm going to get into this because it's going to take a while to read it. Okay. It's from the Inquirer, so we put all of our faith and credibility in them. We love the National Inquirer. It's the Bible, man. See. Uh, <clears throat> source claims Nation of Islam is extorting millions from the superstar, and he admitted molestation to Louis Farrakhan. Oh, my God. Wow, not a good idea, Mike. Michael, Michael, motorcycle. And there's a picture of that unctuous Mark Garagos with that mustache. Boy, he is, ooh, there's something about him, you know? Slippery. Yeah. Slimy. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yo, how about uh, Dan Marino? Hiya, Polly. <laughs> okay, let's put Danny Boy on there. What do you say? Okay. Huh? Why not? I mean, that's probably sacrilegious in South Florida, but... Hiya, Polly. I think a lot of people, after him uh, turning his ass in Wayne's face and blowing a big one, I think a lot of people would say, we're pissed off at Danny. Speaking he let us Wayne. down, man. Huh? Speaking of Wayne. Uh, okay, put Wayne Heising on there, too, if you want. He's old news, yeah, but well, put him on there. Not that I care. Never did nothing. Yeah, you do. You care. No. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless. I think we're uncovering a new format today. Huh. Makes some of my reading a little bit less ponderous, huh? Oh, that depends on what the article is. I mean, that was about football, football. You know, so it, it needed a little lightening up because it's so boring anyway. All that UM crap. Don't forget, you can't spell scum without U.M. I know that's old, and uh, we've heard it a million times, but it, it's never and never worse thin with me, you know? WQAM, hello. Hiya, Freddy. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, how about Trent Lott? Trent Lott. Nah, he's old news. Plus, he's uh, he's going to be next year's. He's going to be one of the cheerleaders with his pom-poms the next year's Super Bowl halftime show is what I'm hearing. I like it a lot. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Uh, yes, sir. You can't uh, forget this guy on the poll, Carl Rove. Carl Rove. Uh, he won't get many votes, though. Most people don't even know who he is. People don't know is. who he is, but that's the whole thing. If it wasn't for him behind everything, you know, you wouldn't have crossed up George <laughs> to begin with. Okay, he's on there, man. Have a great weekend. Carl Rove. He's a roving maniac. Get him on there. Got it on? We're getting it. Okay. We're, we're moving along. Sing the song. Oh, and here's the a big story. Uh, Dick Gebhardt endorsing uh, John Kerry's. George Bush in these difficult, dangerous times on national security toe-to-toe. -to -toe. We need a leader who can defeat George Bush in November in the general election. Absolutely. And we need a leader who we all know can walk into that Oval Office tomorrow afternoon and be a great president of the United States. All right. And Kerry's nodding his head like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> that leader is John Kerry, and I'm proud to endorse him to be the President of the United States of America. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Uh-oh, look at that little tongue action there, too. They're hugging and kissing and embracing. All the way. Put that Madonna and Britney to shame, I'll tell you that right now. Wow. I'm serious. They did a little tongue action. Wait till Michael Powell hears about this. 27 past 11 at your perverted station, 560 QM, with the worst signal in the history of the uh, business. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, yeah.
slow the limo down. You're driving too fast. It's just a roach, and I'm down to my last. But I'm spreading out and getting mellow. Do 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 do, choking a doobie. With all those shimmins around, it's hard to sleep. Are those forsaken cops after me? What could they want from this old city? I'm just sitting here, choking a doobie. Twenty nine till noon at five sixty. Carl Rove spells Carl. I should point out with a K. I just mentioned that in passing. I think there's an omen there, as okay. in Carl Marx. Carl with a K. I don't want. We want to get our spelling right, Eric. Was Jackson confession taped? Oh my God! In the Enquirer, and exclusive as usual. These are the same people that told us about that Jesus juice long before the rest of the mainstream media was telling us about it, and all uh, most of the rest of this scandal, too. And also about the Rush pill popping and Wilma and all of those things. Did Michael Jackson admit to Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan that he molested a child, and was the stunning confession caught on an audio tape without Jackson's knowledge? A longtime member of the Nation of Islam, which they keep referring to as NOI, which we'll call NOI, makes the bombshell allegation that Jackson did confess and claims he obtained a copy of the incriminating tape. Now the member who says he walked out of the con uh, controversial organization in mid-January after a 20-year involvement claims he's seeking protection from federal authorities the inquirers learned exclusively. And if the tape really has Jackson admitting to criminal misdeeds that ends up in the hands of prosecutors, it could be the ultimate smoking gun that sends Jackson to jail. The 45-year-old superstar has pleaded not guilty to seven counts of committing lewd acts with a child under the age of 14. During an intense investigation, the Inquirer came in contact with a former NOI member, Nation of Islam, and met twice with him on the West Coast, January 21 and 22. The Inquirer is withholding the identity of the source because the man said he fears that the NOI would harm his family. He claims he's presently working out a deal to have himself and his family placed in a witness protection program in exchange for providing information to federal authorities about his claims of blackmail and intimidation involving the African-American Muslim group. In a telephone call with the Inquirer on January 27, he said that as part of his deal was turning over the alleged confession tape to officials from a federal agency he would not identify. They can have it because holding on to it is only going to bring them, the NOI, after me, he said. I fear for my life and the lives of my family. The source claims that the Nation of Islam conspired to blackmail Jackson after the Santa Barbara District Attorney's Office filed child molestation charges against the singer late last year. The Nation has an audio tape recording of Jackson admitting to Louis Farrakhan that he sexually molested the young boy, claims the source. The tape was made in December 2003 when Jackson secretly flew to Chicago's Mosque Miriam. Remember Miriam? No. Hey, you do. Elephant? used to come out here. Oh, that Miriam, yeah. According to the hey, source Miriam. who showed an Inquirer reporter what he claimed was his copy of the tape, on the tape Jackson was asked, did you molest the young boy? Jackson responds, I did it, claims the source. I believe the nation recorded Jackson without his knowledge, not to help out authorities, but to use it if it needed to extort money from Jackson. In mid-December, select members of the FOI, Fruit of Islam Security Detail, well, it's appropriate that the Fruit of Islam should be connected with Michael Jackson, were called to assemble early in the morning at a warehouse near Torrance, California. About 25 members of the uh, group were briefed on the plan. Several members of the NOI, including me, says this informer, were promised $100,000 by the high-ranking members of the NOI for our work, but we had to be willing to do whatever was required. Soon afterward, we loaded it into about five SUV-type vehicles and drove to Jackson Attorney Mark Garagos' office 20 miles away. 
High-level members of the nation entered Gergos' office and met with Gergos privately while the remaining members waited outside. Inside, the members of the Nation of Islam offered their services of protection to Jackson in exchange for a $5.5 million donation, in quotes, donation. Jackson's people were told that if they didn't want to give the, national, the Nation of Islam a donation, their safety couldn't be guaranteed. After discussing the issue with Garagos, Jackson finally gave the NOI the $5.5 million donation. The NOI deposited the money in one of their accounts in Switzerland or the Cayman Islands, where it can't be detected by the U.S. government, claims the source. Not only has the Nation of Islam recorded a donation from Jackson, but they're slowly taking over his Neverland ranch. Maybe that's why he ain't living there no more. Dr. Vilbert White, a former member of the NOI and author of the book Inside the Nation of Islam, a historical and personal testimony by a black Muslim, told the inquirer that the intimidation tactics described by the source are not in common for the NOI. The Nation of Islam is highly militant. They'll use intimidation by all means, said Dr. White, a professor at the University of Central Florida who was appointed to a White House commission in 1996, and they will tape record absolutely, he said. About 30, man. Absolutely. That's right next to it. Based on my experience, the NOI has probably isolated Michael. They have an NOI member around him 24-7. And once the NOI is in, it's like hell to try to kick them out. His involvement with the NOI will ultimately destroy Michael Jackson, says this professor. What little reputation he has left will be irreparable. Inquirer phone calls to Mark Garagos and NOI spokesman Dora Mohammed were not returned. Therefore, the Inquirer was not able to confirm the source's claims with them. Is there anybody in the NOI that's not named Mohammed? No. No. But a top criminal defense attorney told the Inquirer that if the audio tape does turn out to be legitimate, it could be used by prosecutors in the case. If Michael was in a room in Illinois and admits the, to the crime to people uh, in the room and doesn't know he's being taped, then that tape is admissible in court, L.A. defense attorney Steve Cron, who's not involved in the Jackson case but is following closely, told the Inquirer. There is no expectation of privacy if you're sitting in a room. You can surreptitiously tape someone without their knowledge. So stay tuned. In about a week or two, they'll be telling you about this on the mainstream media. As they point out here, as they're patting themselves on the back, Jackson's scoops are old news to readers of the Inquirer. Newspapers and TV news shows around the world made a big deal of the magazine's supposed scoop recently that Michael Jackson gave wine to an underage boy and called it Jesus Juice, but the Inquirer broke that story months ago, which you heard on his show, I should point out, since the Inquirer is our Bible. In our issue dated December 16, 2003, we reported that the victim told authorities Jacko served him wine from a soda can and called it Jesus Juice. <coughs> So there's the latest and the greatest. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. We need how many more names for the poll? About thirty man. About fifty on there. Keep, keep occupied over the weekend. How is Osama Yamama doing? Because you can be sure he's going to give. Uh, what's he got? Yeah, he's got nine. He's moving up slowly but surely. He's climbing up that ladder. Although he's got a long climb to get near the top because the Bushmeister's got a head start. Four hundred and forty-three votes and W be having two thirty-two. WQM, hello. WQM, hello. QM, hola. I'm very attracted to you. Well, I'm real happy for you. The feeling ain't mutual. Bug off. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got one for your poll, buddy. Okay. Phil Hendry, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay. We want to put Phil Henry on there? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, he certainly, uh, well, a lot of people are pissed off at him because all of a sudden he keeps falling off the right side of the bed. Even his wife is complaining that in the middle of the night he keeps rolling off the right side of the bed. Always the right side. Far right. Yeah, put him on there, and what the hell. Okay. Yeah, he don't mind. 21 till noon at 560 WQM. The Mad Dog, Jim Mandich at 2. The Humper at the Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament. It's a golf tournament, George. 
Yeah, is that what? Four to seven this afternoon. Boy, is golf boring or what? Well, you know, it's uh, Hank's making a few bucks. He gets out of that studio. Nice going, Humper. Joe and Mark, seven to ten tonight. One of those pre-midnight, uh, those rare opportunities people have to hear their uh, crap between seven and ten tonight. Ed Kaplan, ten to two, and we got Sporting News Radio spurting through your radio, two to six in the a.m. My and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty. a.m. Yes. Hey, guys, you want to cheer up? Have Britney sit on your face. Rectum. Make that old acne clear up when Britney sits on your face. Forget about your wife or girlfriend now. Kneel and say grace. Better shave off that beard and stash their eggs. Pick up the pace. You're really going to love it when Britney sits on your face. Imagine the view above it when Britney sits on your face. And it's over, it looks like a frown when Britney starts sitting down. Britney sits on your face. Yeah, Britney sits on your face. Imagine Britney Spears leaving her clothes all over your floor. Knowing in just a minute or two you're gonna score. Wipe off that dizzy beef stew before Britney sits on your face. Careful not to bite or chew when Britney sits on your face. Stop dreaming and clean up your place. Cause she wants a brand new face. Absolutely. 17 till noon at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. Now, to show you how desperate it's becoming, uh, talk about the dumbing down of America. It's just, it's scary now. It's, it's reached the point of insanity. Celebrity Justice, you know that website and that show? See. Si. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing about Janet's revealing halftime show, but listen to this. After the halftime show, it says, Moments later, CBS narrowly avoided another violation when they managed to keep a streaker off their air. Just before the second half kickoff, would... World-famous career streaker Mark Roberts stripped down to his G-string at the 30-yard line. Now, what yard line was that? About 30, man. Why would a guy in his G-string cause a violation? Is, is that also, uh, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Is that pathetic? Yeah. They narrowly avoided another violation. In other words, if we'd have seen this guy in his G-string, oh, my God. Well, maybe we would have seen his Rectum. ass. Well, men's hairy course, ass. During that commercial, we saw Mommy's ass with a 10-year-old kid sitting at the mm-hmm. breakfast table looking at Mommy's ass as she was reaching up in a cupboard oh, like old Mother Hubbard. That's okay. With a hot ass. He That's was tackled right. by Patriots linebacker Matt Chatham, hogtied and carted off by security, but damage caused by the Janet and Justin Counter had already been done. Wait, wait till you hear this. Offended viewers flooded CBS and the Houston Police Department with phone calls demanding <laughs> what? that, what? no, no, demanding you that did... criminal charges be brought against Jackson. But HPD officials quickly determined that no charges would be filed. Still, Celebrity Justice has learned the FCC is investigating, which came near the close of a busy day for federal watchdogs. Earlier Sunday, L.A. Lakers star Shaquille O'Neal went off on an R-rated tie right after his team's victory over Toronto. But whether or not the commission will take action in that case remains to be seen. And the FCC has yet to decide what to do about Nicole Richie's four-letter frenzy at last year's Billboard Awards, and they initially decided not to find Bono, yada, yada, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But they're uh, going to look at that again. 
Oh, good God. It just wears you out. You know what? America, grow up. Like you people, most of you said over half in the poll we took a few days ago. Grow up already, will you? Jesus effing Christ, man. They called the police? They called the Houston Police Department because Justin yanked that thing <gasps> off uh, Janet's TD. What, what, what did they report? Uh, straight Runaway boob? breast? Runaway, Runaway oh. booby. Well, that's why they call it the booby tooby. Oh, my God. And over at Warner Brothers, after receiving assurances of support from NBC Entertainment and News, President Jeff Zucker, producers of ER were shocked to learn yesterday that the breast-revealing scene would be cut in ER show last night. According to a source, NBC affiliates went over Zucker's head to complain that in view of the Jackson incident, they believed they would get a big, fat, indecency fine direct from Washington if they aired a split-second corner shot during a 10 p.m. medical drama. This is at 10 o'clock at night, keep in mind in which an 80-year-old woman's shirt is ripped off so doctors can give her emergency treatment. Uh, like I said, I just want to fall on the floor and make guttural sounds. In consultation with our affiliate board, we've asked ER to remove the shot, the GE division said in a statement. Though we continue to believe the shot is appropriate and in context, we would have aired after 10.30 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time is when it would have been on. We have unfortunately concluded that the atmosphere created by this week's events have made it too difficult for any of our affiliates to air this. At, after 10.30 at night, it would have been on, not in that family uh, viewing time, which is what the excuse they gave for the Super Bowl out of that hoopla when little children were tuned in. 10.30 at night. ER's executive producer, John Wells, responded angrily in a statement, while the unexpected exposure of Miss Jackson's breast during the Super Bowl halftime show was inappropriate and deplorable on a broadcast intended for viewers of all ages, ER's incidental exposure of an elderly woman's breast in the context of a medical trauma is not comparable. No Schmidt. Basically, what he's saying that some saggy old 80-year-old woman's uh, boob is not comparable to Janet Jackson's. What a revelation, huh? Oh, my God. Shocking. Grow up, America, before it's too late. No. Your sons and daughters are dying based on lies uh, halfway around the freaking world. And you were in, and, and what's uh, the far right these lunatics worried about is a little bitty titty. I never did play that yesterday. No, I'm so glad didn't. I got into that. Well, I will today. Good. Well, well we still can. Probably Duff will come running. Oh, gee, you can't, can't say titty. Sure we can. But Jamaican lady doesn't show. like it. See, it's like everything else. It's on. Uh, he, uh, Duff hates that titty stuff. What a pity. He don't know his titty. I'm telling you right now. What does he know about titties, huh? He said what the, he, he said to me before the show on Monday morning. So what was that thing? I said that was a boob. Oh my God! He said never saw one of those before. Anyway, oh, after, after, well, that's right, we got a few minutes here. I'm getting ahead of myself. Just slow down, just relax, because I know we got a lot of really good calls to get in today. 5670560. Oh, we should have many more names on this list, but they just, they're not, their minds, their hearts aren't in it. You can always tell. Maybe they figure they just can't compete with the top. We've well, got such a good list, a very strong uh, roster. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is 481. We'll have 500 votes by noon. That ain't too bad. We won't make no 1,000 today, though. Josh, don't get all carried away. We'll never make a 1,000 today. I just want you to be prepared for that. Okay. And it'll probably destroy your whole weekend. George W. Bush, 249. Rush Limbaugh, 69. How appropriate, man. Michael Jackson, 54. As in Car 54, where are you? Let's play some more of them show th uh, themes just to <laughs> piss off that Jamaican Were lady. you going to say show titties? No, I was not, as a matter of fact. Okay. I was going to say show tunes. Oh, oh. Well, you know me. Michael Powell, 22. <laughs> yeah. Dick Cheney, 22. Osama Yamama is moving up very strong now. He's coming on. He got, we got left in the gate at the start, but he's making a big move. 
In fact, he even took off his burqa. John uh, Bin Laden, 21, Rumsfeld, 16. Justin Tinkerbell's got a dozen. <coughs> Janet Jackson's got five, and a lot of people want to see the other four. Condoleezza has got three. Carl Rove, three. Wayne Hyping has got a pair. Arnold Schwarzenegger's got two. Colin Powell, one. And no votes yet for Dan Marino or Phil Henry. Are you sure? I just looked at it. I just took a peek at it. Oh, somebody will vote for him because they're, they're disgusted and nauseated with somebody that we used to really like a lot. But, you know, you find out what a person's really all about when uh, the push comes to shove, you know, when it's really all on the line, on how quick they sell out. Now, speaking of selling out, this is one of my favorite stories in history, but we ought to take call or two first. QAM, hello. Yeah, um, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, put down a vote there for George Rodriguez and one dollar. Yeah, put it back in your pants, schmuck. WQAM, hello. Do you have a name for the poll? Yes, sir. Uh, you can either lump him with his idiot brother or you can use him alone. Governor Jeb Bush, the worst governor we've had in 30 years. Jeb Bush is magnificent. Thank you so much, sir. Okay. And have a great weekend. How will we leave him off of there? Uh, that, that's Reverend Bush to you, by the way. Yeah. Reverend Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. I f***ed him. Oh! 5670560. I told you this list would grow, but nice and slowly. We can uh, stretch it out. Yeah, gruesome. Just don't let anybody see it, but stretch it out. WQM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yeah. How are you? Okay. The reason why Ben Laden cannot be found is because he's hiding at the Bush Ranch. WQM, hello. Chamba? WQM, hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. <laughs> that shipment came in. You see, it always oh, comes man. in when we least expect it. Nobody ever tells us. Bastards. Well, where do I get on the list for that? Yeah, George would like to share. In fact, you know, perhaps maybe that's uh, why I'm always out this morning. Maybe who's getting his share? See, huh? everybody gets theirs. Everybody gets it out except us. Mm -hmm. WQAM, hello. Oh, you damn faggot, I can't stand you. WQAM, hello. Jeff Bush. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Yeah, how you doing? Great, great. I agree, Phil Henry, put him on the list. That's my yeah. vote. Yeah. What, what a disappointment. And uh, this is not a joke, but do you know that Condoleezza has a super tanker, a Chevron super tanker named after her? Does she really? Yeah. If you want, I'll fax in the, I read it somewhere. I'll try to look it down and fax it into you. It's hilarious. Is it called the Dr. Rice super tanker? <laughs> no, Condoleezza. Dr. Rice, Dr. Condoleezza super tanker. Okay, thanks so. for the good news, pal. Whatever you're talking about. You know what he's talking about? Yes. You do? That's ancient. I never heard that before. See, I learned something. Do I care? No. No. Ten Worst Corporations of 2003 by Russell Mokhaber and Robert Weissman. Who are they? Well, Robert Mokhaber, or whatever his name is, editor of the Washington, D.C.-based Corporate Crime Reporter. Robert Weissman, editor of the Washington, D.C.-based Multinational Monitor. They're co-authors of Corporate Predators, The Hunt for Mega Profits, and The Attack on Democracy. So already we like them a lot. 2003 was not a year of garden variety corporate wrongdoing. No, the sheer variety reach and in, uh, intricacy of corporate schemes, scandal, and crimes was spellbinding. Not an easy year to pick the ten worst companies for sure. But Multinational Monitor Magazine cannot be deterred by such complications. And so here follows in alphabetical order our list for Multinational Monitor of the ten worst corporations of 2003. All right. It's a magnificent list. Starting with Bayer. Oh, absolutely. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Right. 2003 may be remembered as the year of the headache at Bayer, which we applaud. 
In May, the company agreed to plead guilty to a criminal count and pay more than $250 million to resolve allegations that it denied Medicaid discounts to which it was entitled. The company was beleaguered, uh, beleaguered with litigation related to its anti-cholesterol drug, Baycol. Bayer pulled the plug, which has been linked to sometimes fatal muscle disorder, from the market, but is facing thousands of suits from patients who allege they were harmed by the drug. In June, the New York Times reported on internal company memos, which appeared to show that the company continued to promote the drug, even as its own analysts had revealed the dangers of the product. Bayer, of course, denies the allegations, just like they probably deny making that poison gas during WW2. Bayer, it's a <coughs> gas. That's number one. Number two, Boeing. In one of, I, I knew that was coming. In one of the greatest schemes of corporate welfare in recent memory, Boeing engineered a deal whereby the Pentagon would lease tanker planes, 767s that would be fuel fighter planes in the air, from Boeing. The price tag of $27.6 billion was billions more than the cost of simply buying the planes. The deal may unravel, though, because the company in November filed for wrongdoing, both the employee that negotiated the contract for Boeing, the company's chief financial officer, and the employee that negotiated the contract for the government. How could Boeing fire a Pentagon employee? Simple. She was no longer a Pentagon employee. Boeing had hired her shortly after the company clinched the deal. Starting to see these things fitting together, the pieces uh -huh. of the puzzle, just like Billy Tozen down there in Louisiana and his friends in the pharmaceutical companies? Company number three, the worst of the year, and I don't, I don't know who they are, Bright House. You ever heard of them? Nope. A new AG advertising consulting strategic advice company, Bright House's claim to infamy is its Neurostrategies Institute, which undertakes research to see how the brain responds to advertising campaigns. In a cutting-edge effort to extend and sharpen the commercial reach in ways never previously before possible, the Institute is using MRIs to monitor activity in people's brains triggered by ads. Okay. In fact, I think they got uh, Sheridan on Passions is all tied up to that machine. Sheridan gets the juice again today, big time. Squirt, squirt, leave me. Wow, it is a beautiful thing. Clear Channel. Oh, I'm going to squeeze myself as I read this one. One of the ten worst corporations of 2003. Cheap Channel. The radio behemoth, Clear Channel, specializes in consuming or squashing locally owned radio stations, imposing a homogenized music playlist on once interesting stations, and offering cultural support for U.S. imperial adventures. It has also compiled a record of repeated law-breaking, according to our colleague Jim Donahue, violating the law, including prohibitions on deceptive advertising and on broadcasting conversations without obtaining permission of the second party to the conversation on 36 separate occasions over the previous three years. Not to mention, of course, their bookkeeping problems that they were recently fined for and the 755 grand that they were fined for for indecency. Not to mention those things, of course. Next one is Diebold. Oh, there's, there's some good ones on here, but I think we better do the break because I don't want to, like, rush through all of these. Did he say rush? Don't want to do that. Four minutes till noon at 560 QAM. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. All right. Anytime they see that we're lacking in the cold, they provide a headline that will lead you by the nose. Who said, they said, is the one to get. Now they have only one big dick. Don't worry about Sudan. We got 
560 WQM, Jim manages at 2, the Humper at that the golf thing at 4. Show on Mark 7 of 10. 10 worst corporations in 2003. You know, during the uh, break there, which is a very short break because our sales department is busy doing screw and back on our desktop, uh, I uh, heated up some water, I thought, in my microwave for another nice cup of tea. You thought? I thought. But And I played that. I went in the other room in my kitchen, and I thought, well, this is great. i got like 10 seconds left on there, and I watched the countdown, and I opened up the microwave, and I pulled out an empty cup. Oh, damn well, there's a little bit of a hurry. <laughs> That's good. You saved a step. I just forgot the water. <clears throat> anyway, let's see. we got Bayer, Boeing, Bright House, Clear Channel. Diebold is next. A North Canton, Ohio-based company that's one of the largest U.S. voting machine manufacturers and an aggressive peddler of its electronic voting machines, Diebold has managed to demonstrate that it fails any reasonable test of qualifications for involvement with the voting process. Its CEO has worked as a major fundraiser for President Bush, Computer experts revealed serious flaws in its voting technology, and activists showed how careless it was with confidential information. It threatened lawsuits against activists who published on the Internet documents from the company showing its failures. Next, Halliburton, now the owner of the company, which initially drafted plans for privatization of U.S. military functions, plans drafted during the Bush 1 administration when current Vice President and former Halliburton CEO Dick Cheney was Secretary of Defense. Halliburton is pulling in billions in revenues for contract work, providing logistical support ranging from oil to food in Iraq. Tens of millions at least appear to be overcharges. Some analysts say the charges for oil provisions amount to highway robbery. And, of course, the meals and yada, yada, yada. Health South. Fifteen of its top executives have pled guilty in connection with a multi-billion dollar scheme to defraud investors, the public and the U.S. government, about the company's financial condition. The founder and CEO of the company that runs a network of outpatient surgery, diagnostic imagery, and rehabilitative health care centers, Richard Scrushy is fighting the charges, but thanks to the slick maneuvering of attorney Bob Bennett, it appears the company itself will get off scot-free, no indictments, no pleas, no fines, no probation. No ticky, no washi. Inamed, the California-based company, sought FDA approval for silicone breast implants. <laughs> Even though it wasn't able to present long-term safety data, the very thing that led to the FDA to restrict sales of silicone implants a decade ago. In light of what remains unknown and what is known about the implant's effects, including painful breast hardening, which can lead to deformity and very high rupture rates, the FDA in January 2004 denied Inamed's application for marketing approval. Thank the Lord. Merrill Lynch. This company keeps messing up. Fresh off a $100 million fine levy because analysts were recommending stocks that they trashed in private emails, the company saw three former execs indicted for shady dealings with Enron. The company itself managed to escape with something less than a slap on the wrist. No prosecution in exchange for 
oversight. In other words, they're looking over their shoulder, and they're laughing. Good. And last but not least, although we don't have them in South Florida, Safeway. You've heard of them? Sure. Shop there often. You did? I have. In Montana? And uh, elsewhere, sure. One of the largest U.S. grocery chains, Safeway is leading the charge to demand uh, givebacks from striking and locked-out grocery workers in Southern California. Along with Albertsons and Ralph's, which is uh, part of the Kroger chain, Safeway's Vons and Pavilion stores are asking employees to start paying for a major chunk of their health insurance. Under the company's proposals, workers and their families will lose four to $6,000 a year in health insurance benefits. So there are the ten worst corporations of 2003. I noticed they left Beasley off. We're probably bubbling under. Small potatoes. Beer, Boeing, Bright House, Cheap Channel, Diebold, Halliburton, Health South, Inamed, Merrill Lynch, and Safeway. Well, here's that scumbag Joseph Peter Smith. When authorities went to arrest him. Let's go nail his ass. Unrelated drug charge. So, of course, Fred, you see probably behind me there are some flowers and some teddy bears and people walking around with Carly ribbons on themselves. I'm glad they found him, but did they also find those tablets that he's been hiding in Sarasota? <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is, and we got a, a very impressive list, but I'm sure we can add some. We'll probably get like two or three more real calls between now and two, don't you think? Maybe one, two. WQM, hello. But not yet. There's one. No. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. For the poll, Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller is a magnificent choice. Excellent. He, he wasn't funny ten years ago. He's not funny now. He couldn't be a sportscaster. What better qualification to be a talking head on a, on a news channel now? On a right-wing news channel, right. Uh, how did Fox News miss him? Thanks, Pally. All right, thanks. Dennis Miller, he'll get a lot of votes. Osama Yamama is moving up steadily, though, but I, I don't know. This will be up there all weekend, this pool, so he's got a shot, you know? Osama's got a shot, preferably between the eyes. 5670560, pound 560 on the My microwave is like beeped a second time, you know what that means? More water. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, that means it's done, dummy. Come and give me. Well, you whistle it too, and it'll take me like 10 seconds. Plus, that extra few seconds there gave the uh, right-wingers, the ditto-heads, an opportunity to have plenty of time to turn over to IOD and hear Rush. Rush. Let's yeah. hear the inside story. The Clintons are still murdering people everywhere. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Clintons that done it in Sarasota, not that guy. If your dog has diarrhea, the Clintons did it. 5670560. Oh, I don't think I've ever, well, maybe I have done that before. And of course, the bad part of it is when you grab the handle of your cup, especially when you had it in the microwave for two and a half minutes before the water was in there, it tends to be just a little on the warm side. WQM, hello. And back at you. WQM, hola. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, yeah, can you put uh, that asshole that just killed uh, that little girl on your pole? Joseph Smith. Okay. That's a good choice right there. Let's go get him, man. Yeah, man. Take it. Care. What's his last name, though? What do you mean by that? I thought it was Joseph Smith something. No, it is? I don't know. I don't think so. We'll see. Joseph oh, Smith, yeah, uh... Joseph Smith, yeah, okay. Joseph Smith Bush? <laughs> I'll tell you, they're killing me, them Bushes. No, I don't, I don't uh, believe so. Joseph Smith is good enough. Uh, yeah. How about Sarasota? We better put Sarasota murderer. 
in parentheses, because otherwise they'll think we're talking about Joseph Smith. We'll get the Mormons all bent on the shape. Yeah, I don't want to get that. my buddy Donnie Osmond upset. What? We don't want to do that. No. So let's uh, do that. Sarasota, however you want to say it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hi, Pally. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if you happen to see um, Rumsfeld getting grilled a couple days little, ago. A little uh, bit of it, yeah. Levin and uh, your buddy Levin there with the glasses and Ted yeah, Kennedy with those bifocal glasses, yeah. But you know, it, but you know, hey, you gotta say something. They 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 raked him over the coals and they fumbled and stumbled and uh, did his usual tap dance and mm-hmm. danced around everything. But it was a good I, I love what the new line is now, and of course the media is letting him get off the hook with it. And that is, well, even if they never had any of these weapons of mass destruction, he was a bad guy, and we still did the right thing. I mean, duh, what is that? Well, the world's full of bad guys. Yeah, right. Bugatti, and most most uh, of them are bad guys that we stuck in there, I mean, including and, him. But uh, you know, I'm gripping it tight in my passport as well. Good, good choice. See you at the border. Yeah. Oh. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Oh, there's Colin Powell. He's saying the same thing now after they took him out to the woodshed. It's a solid intelligence base. When we presented the case to the United Nations in September, wow. the year before last, and when the president took his action, and his action was totally justified. Right. See, now this is really interesting. How they really whipped him into shape. I think they made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. Toby. Kunta Kunta. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. What's going on? They're uh, replaying that, you know. That, that's okay. Well worth seeing again. Yeah, it does. Sandy they did Duncan. the right thing. He was a bad guy. He uh, stole a freight train or two, and for that reason, WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hola. You need to include some fair and balanced uh, angles to your list there, like uh, say uh, Ann Coulter, Sean Hannity, or Bill Riley. That's uh, three good ones. Kennedy above. Okay. Thanks and a thank, lot. Thank Keep you so up. much. Ann Coulter and uh, Bill O'Reilly, who was the other one, and uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, let's put all three of them on there. I'll tell you what, well, nah, he doesn't get too many votes because nobody knows who's he. We don't want to pick on Miss Fudge now that that guy talked about his book. I didn't even know he had a book. Don't they all? I guess everybody wrote a book except me. I'm going to so, start writing it right now. It's going to be all about Greg Reed. All of these people ghostwrite the books. You don't have to do any work. Somebody asks you a few questions. Yeah. They write. You get a check. There you go. Sounds excellent. Rush did it. Hot Stern. Uh, all these other people. Yeah, but those are like big fish in the big pond. I'm like a little teeny tiny fish on a station with <laughs> a, a little uh, signal wow. in stereo, though. We got an international audience on the website. That's right. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, can I talk to Neil? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Wellington. Let's go to Wellington. Hello. Hey, Neil, uh... I uh, wanted to ask you a question. I'm a Patriots fan. And, all right. Hey, there was a game, wasn't there? All right. All right. That was a game. I am from Boston, but I, I just want to tell you a quick little story, and uh, I don't like to, you know, call one show and talk. I call, I, I, I'm driving the other day, and this uh, genius that's on after you is saying how there's rioting and fires and horrible things happening in the city of Boston. Yeah. Um, so I called yesterday. There was. What? No, there wasn't. There was one horrific automobile accident where a, an SUV drove uh, into a young college he, student. He backed up. Thing. He backed up through a crowd of people, and they were fires. I saw it myself with my own yeah. three eyes on TV. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I, I'm from You know, don't ever compare Boston to South Florida. I, yeah. Sir, I, I lived in Boston for two years. I love Boston, but that doesn't mean that there aren't barbaric assholes in Boston because there are. No, of course there are, but it's so. Then what are you, you trying know, to? What are you trying to say? Why are you picking on my good buddy, the Mad Dog, because he told well, me like I think it was? He's probably got an IQ of minus six. I mean, I listen to him. Well, he's got you beat he by could've... fifteen points. 
Go back to Boston, okay? Damn straight with your Boston. Go back accent. to Harvard Square, schmuck. Go back to Kenmore Square. Jesus. See, he didn't want to talk about the game. This is what really gets me. He's all uptight. Now, Boston is uh, light, light years ahead of South Florida. The only problem is there are a bunch of blue-nosed assholes there and some other assholes that want to censor this and censor that. It's uh, Everything is banned in Boston. In fact, th this guy was probably banned in Boston, which is why he wound up in South Florida. Right. Loser. That sucks here. That's why he's here. That's right. That's why he's in South Florida right now, because it sucks so much. See, at least I'm not there. I'm on the air there, sir, but I stay out of there as much as possible because it's filled with too many people like you. Miserable, nasty, rotten, full of hate, full of crap. Man, just in a minute and a half, he spewed so much crap there. We all saw the story. It was in there. I mean, you know, maybe somebody can read it to you out of the newspaper, out of the Boston Globe. Or the Weekly Reader. Providence past noon at 560 WQAM. Valentine's Day is this Saturday. It is? Oh, this is for next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez, I can't believe they did Just this to me. Just Saturday. Oh, no, well, this is not the right... Oh, no, no, this is for next week, so I bet you I Schmidt canned a copy for today. Oh, no. Oh, no, I know I did. Wait. Damn it. You know, one thing about being a little bit too efficient, Steve Wolf, you're a good guy, but now you're getting a little bit carried away. I know tonight's the big 40th anniversary celebration at Pompano Park, and I sure wish I had that copy. God dang. I threw it out. Because I got this while Duff was in there going on about uh, the Jamaican lady. Like that. And so I got next week's copy. Well, tonight is the 40th anniversary celebration of Pompano Park. There's all kinds of great stuff going on post time 705. Now, for next week, I mean, I just I don't have it. My bad. And they're bad, too. I mean, cut the crap. Well, it does say right on here, points for 2 9, 2 11. Uh, Troy, I blame you, too. Troy Stratford, he's an idiot. Valentine's Day is a week from tomorrow. Pompano Park Racing and Card Room in Pompano Beach has a great couple special in the top of the park restaurant. Now you've got some advanced knowledge, some time to plan. For just $79.99, you'll get a full-course dinner for two, including shrimp cocktail, seafood scampi, and a free bottle of Corbell champagne. Plus, there will be live music throughout the evening. You'll have great seats to enjoy the racing action. There will be free flowers and prize drawings just for the ladies. And for the kids, free minutes your horse ride, 7 to 8 p.m. next Saturday, week from tomorrow. On the racetrack, Valentine's Day is the opening round of the $250,000 Isla Capri Pacing Series with top horses from all across the country, plus the annual Sweetheart Pace featuring only women drivers. I bet you B. Farber won't be there. On Friday next week, the feature event will be the opening round of the $125,000 Mac Lobel Trotting Series. And like I said, tonight is the 40th anniversary celebration. I'm going to dig into the, uh, my Schmidt can here and get out the uh, stuff. I'll, I'll mention later on, too, because I don't want to sell our good friends short. They might not let Fred Rich eat for free no more. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park offers you free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like tonight and Saturday, too, at Pompano Park. Poker room starts at noon till midnight. Live racing gets underway nightly, 7.05 p.m. Call Pompano Park for more information, 954-972-2000, or check them on the web at pompanopark.com. Don't forget the big 40th anniversary celebration. Lots of good stuff going on tonight at Pompano Park. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Yes, dude. Roll another blunt. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, my room 
messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La 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 da 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 da. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh. Uh, la, la, I'm, I'm taking da, da, da. it next semester, and, and I know why. Why, 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 yeah, cause I got high, because I got high, because I got high. Go to the next, go to the next, go to the next. Uh, I was gonna go to court before I got high. Uh, I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. Uh, they took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, yeah, hey. Because I got high, because I got high. La, 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 da, da, da. I wasn't gonna run from the cops, but I was high. Uh, I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. Uh, la, 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 da, da. Now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. La, la, la. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your pussy too, but then I got high. Now I'm jacking off, and I know why. Turn it up. Yeah, because I got high. Let's go. Because I got high. Hey, do that over, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Go. Go. I messed up my entire life because I got high. Go. Go. I lost my kids in white because I got high. Say what, say what, say what, say what. Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La, 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 da, da, da. I'ma stop singing this song because I'm high. Baby, baby. I'm singing this whole thing wrong because I'm high. Bring it back, bring it back. Find what past note at 560 WQM. Did Miguel ever give us the rest of the info on that no. contest? No. I just asked that, you know, in passing. He's probably too busy answering all them emails. Yeah, right. Don't forget, email your pictures for the Hot Couples Contest to a contest at neilrogers.com, please. Let's get them in. we got a week to go until a week from today. Or or not. And then that way, the ones we got already, they'll have uh, win all the prizes, right? we got about a half a dozen, right. I guess. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Great column in the uh, British newspaper, The Guardian, by Peter Bowes. U.S. apoplexy over Jackson Flash. Two seconds of bare flesh, and America is beside itself with indignation and outrage. Janet Jackson's Super Bowl stunt, which she says went further than she planned, has left the U.S. in a state of mass apoplexy on the subject of taste and decency in broadcasting. A few moments after the now infamous wardrobe malfunction, a grinning Justin Tinkerbell told the Access Hollywood TV show, Hey, man, we love giving you all something to talk about. Ready for that? Yeah. See, there's the exact quote. That's putting it mildly, it says here. I know many people in other countries are scratching their heads and thinking, what in the world is the big fuss over there, said Robert Thompson, director of the Center for Study of Popular TV at Syracuse University. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen at a sports spectacle, said baseball coach Tommy Lasorda. 
But this country takes exposed breasts very, very seriously. We get very exercised about such things, Thompson said. There's no denying the level of public fury. Within minutes of the Super Bowl halftime performance, the Internet was abuzz with angry chatter and phone lines to CBS's New York headquarters were jammed. They were jamming it. This was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, Lasorda said, in Los Angeles. They just absolutely ruined the fact that it was one of the greatest Super Bowl games I've ever seen, said Tommy, who's over spaghetti like crazy. He was up to about 400 pounds. Timothy in the U.K. said there was more naked flesh on the show in the Super Bowl advertisements than Ms. Jackson's performance. Where is the outcry about that? But on a scale of terrible things that happen in public, is a fleetingly bare breast so terrible? No. Janet and Justin weren't alone in exhibiting questionable taste during the Super Bowl. The telecast also featured sexed-up commercials for beer. Oh, there's a lot of sexing up going on, right? Remember Dr. Yes. David Kelly? Oops. Also featured sexed-up commercials for beer and ad, uh, ad, they say advert, I love that, an ad star, starring a flatulent horse and others for erectile dysfunction drugs. But apparently they don't compare that with the impact of an exposed body part. Maybe when we left the old country, we somehow froze certain attitudes, Mr. Thompson said. He's not saying we're puritanical, is he? Uh, While other attitudes began to evolve elsewhere, we had we held to many of them very carefully. He said, there's a paradoxical part of the American character where we simultaneously are arguably the most obsessed about sex of anybody else on the entire planet, and at the same time, the most uptight about it. Absolutely correct, sir. Television's most TiVo-replayed moment has provoked a level of debate that is unprecedented, and there have been many calls for sweeping changes in the ways broadcasters are regulated. While the Jackson Breast Expose easily upstaged the entire Super Bowl event, the commercials, Iraq, and the presidential election campaign, the underlying issue is nothing new for U.S. broadcasters. There has been this dynamite in the culture wars, the idea of what is appropriate and what is not appropriate on the public airways, and it's been sitting around waiting for a long time to go off, said Mr. Thompson. How do you like that? At Cuse. So the bomb went off, baby. Did you smell it? It was either the bomb or maybe Justin cut one when he yanked that thing off. He made that sudden motion. I think he cut some bad cheese. And Why does he talk black all of a sudden, or did he always? Oh, because he's uh, he's hip, man. He's hip. He's, he's, hip he's, he's a rapper now, too. He is a little pansy, man. He's a little butterfly. Justin, all of America is looking at you and they're going, Bye, bye, bye. Get lost. Take a hike soon. As John Kerry would say, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. So John Kerry gets endorsed by, um, who was it? Oh, Gephardt. Uh, by Dick. Dick Gebhardt this morning. That's a good We're excited about Well, it's a good union thing. You know, Dick Gebhardt, the union people still right. like him. He's a pawn of that. I mean, he's uh, very popular with the unions. And Kerry is pulling 62% of Michigan going into uh, the big Dukakis tomorrow. See, I, this whole thing with some states have caucuses and primaries, some states just have caucuses, some states have just primaries, it's all a pile of crap. And you wonder why so many people aren't interested in that when they can be all exercised about Janet's titty? The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far is George W. Bush is hanging on to a very strong lead, 297. 50.3%, over half of you said that, out of uh, 590, almost 600 votes. Rush Limbaugh, 78. Michael Jackson, 60. Osama Yamama, who is the late addition, and we apologize for that, 47. we got one to give a little handicap there. Michael Powell, 25. Dick Cheney, 25. Donald Rumsfeld, 19. Justin Tinkerell, 14. Carl Rove with a K has got six. Janet Jackson, five. Condoleezza, three. Arnold, three. Danny Marino has got two. That's disrespectful, as Mad Dog would say. That's got two. Uh... Wayne Heisinger, two. Dennis Miller, one. Colin Powell, one. Joseph Smith. See, I think we're going to put the murderer over there, but he's only got one. We were supposed to. But Eric didn't. Hey, Eric, get with it. 
Maybe Sean Hannity's got one, and no votes yet for Jeb Bush, Bill O'Reilly, and Calter. <laughs> Do you see how that's spelled? K-A-L-T-E-R? Close I wonder if you don't have any votes. Or Jeb Bush. And Phil Henry, you still got the big O. Are you sure? Positive. 27 past noon at 560 QAM. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's day in Miami town at 560 WQAM. In celebration of Black History Month, CBS Television proudly presents... 16 average Americans are abandoned in the middle of one of the most unforgiving places on Earth. Hey, baby, you want to go out? It's Survivor Compton. Who will survive the drive-by voting? As the two tribes... Daddy. And the my baby daddies oh, so compete for the immunity bling bling and not get voted off the hood. Followed by a two and a half white man on CBS. Twelve thirty one at five sixty WQM. I'm just thinking to myself, I got a whole bunch of stuff here, but I don't want to sit here and read for an hour and a half. Okay. And probably what's her name is listening, our Jamaican friend? Yeah. And she was so distraught that we didn't finish with all the T V themes yesterday. That's right, that's what that I saying. just reached over here for my big pile of these <laughs> CDs. Huh? Well, we didn't come close to finishing, did we? No, no. absolutely not. So for uh, whatever her name is, Rostolini. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm going to stick some of these back in there again because we just we've only begun to uh, play this crap. Oh, and you know what the one I really like is the one the TV classics. Yeah. The one that's got like some of the live, some of the old commercials that some of these people did. You know the one I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know. For example, well, wait a minute. Let me give you a sample. It's queuing up. Just relax. Don't get all don't get all panicky. I think it's queuing up. Maybe it's queuing up. The Lone Ranger. I'm My remorse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver. The Lone Ranger. Oh, I thought it was going to be about Pete uh, Lenny there, the Lone Ranger. Oh. So, sure, it's good that we don't have to see him anymore, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, he oh, was really it annoying. was fun. Although we'd rather have him back and get rid of Todd Reck any day of the week, I'll tell you that. So we'll get into some more of those just to piss off that one lady so she can call him up again on Monday. Oh, gee, I didn't like that one, and that was so bad. That poll question was so, I didn't like that neither. And... I bet you cash money she's on the phone right now. With Muff? Now, Muff's probably out to lunch. I'll bet you cash money on that. He okay. had a big meeting this morning at about 8.30, he said. Somebody just wanted to kind of talk things over and see what the hell was going on. <laughs> and he said, boy, I should be the last one to tell him that. Well, he's a little bit out of the loop these days, you know? He's doing his fruit loops. McCain will serve on the pre-war intelligence panel. That's the good news. Out of these, uh, of course, the president's picking them. That's the, 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 the bad news. And the even worse bad news is that we're not going to find out about their investigation until after the election. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean... What if they finish by, like, say, November 1st of this year, or by October 25th, and they say, oh, my God, we found out a whole bunch. Uh-uh. No way. We don't want to be injecting no politics into your revelations. We want to make sure we can try to fix it again and get him in there. And then we'll, like, uh, water it down and make some death threats and things like that. And it'll be just like with George Tenet the other day. Bada beep, bada boop, well, you know, things like that. Rice and Probe looks for truckers for help. You see this? Nope. 
Now, maybe we'll have some help here because obviously the FBI and all of our other uh, police agencies across America can do nothing with the anthrax probe. How many years has that been now? It's getting uh, two and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. Or so. Yeah. Since the anthrax business right there in Lantana, it started and then kind of spread to D.C. and elsewhere. Uh, have no result. We do have that person of interest uh, <laughs> whose life we destroyed. But other than that, uh, not too good. So in a nationwide hunt for the person who sent ricin through the mail and uses the name Fallen Angel, federal officials have sought help from trucker talk radio shows and web chat sites that have attracted heated debate about trucker safety regulations that took effect January 4th. Them truckers, man, they're on it. we got a lot of truckers listening to this show. But we yes, ain't got no ricin. Law enforcement officials say they've also begun scouring the rosters of trucking companies nationwide, trying to develop leads from a flimsy set of clues. I, I hadn't even heard about this, had you? No. The clues that they got? No. In a typed note left along with a small vial of ricin at a mail facility in Greenville, South Carolina, in mid-October, which they hadn't told us about until uh, a couple of days ago, the perpetrators claimed to be a fleet owner of a tank company with easy access to castor pulp from which the deadly poison ricin is made. A second letter. Now, why didn't they tell us that right off the bat when Bill first was up there? But why didn't they tell us that right away? Don't ask questions. A second letter retrieved November 6th from a mail facility that serves the White House contained an identical letter and a similar vial of ricin powder. Authorities revealed that mailing this week after ricin was discovered in the office of uh, Senate Majority Leader Bill first. So, in other words, this has been going on uh, since October and then again November. Here it is almost the middle of February. Last week, at the request of the FBI and Department of Transportation, Dale Summers no relation to Suzanne Summers or Aaron, hosted the popular Truckin' Bozo radio show broadcast out of Cincinnati. It's the old Truckin' Bozo show. Spent three nights on the air appealing to the person who planted the rice and package in the facility near the Greenville-Spartanburg International Airport. Summers said he was contacted by FBI agents in Greenville, including Martin Brown, who's heading the investigation there, and by Heather Hollowell with the uh, Transportation Department Inspector General's Office in Washington, who asked that he broadcast information about a $100,000 reward posted for information leading to an arrest. Tom O'Neill, spokesman for the FBI office in Columbia, South Carolina, said agents have been following trucker websites and trucker-oriented radio programs, including Summer Show and another popular radio show hosted by Seattle Cowboy Bill Mack. It's the Truckin' Bozo and the Seattle Cowboy. Yahoo! Max producer Ken Johnson said the show has mentioned the rice and matter, but not focused discussions on it. Summer said the message left in Greenville, which warned federal authorities not to expand the time truckers must spend resting in sleep or berths from 8 to 10 hours, makes it clear the person is either a trucker or someone who's affected by these new rules. And if Michael Powell will forgive me, maybe he's a mother trucker. Can I say that? No. Like I said, I, I beg your forgiveness, please. I didn't mean that. I don't want to play these, but... No. Well, you weren't, Jenna. Never this is Mike Landon. Oh, this is Norman Green, one of the many Americans who believe in the American. preservation and protection oh, of our Canadian, basic you know. rights.
Hi, this is Chuck Connors. Hi, Chuck. What the hell is this? The Rifleman. This is the theme from The Rifleman? Are you serious? Well, that's what it says here, and that was your Chuck Connors on your and Van I thought The Rifleman started with... Maybe it's gun. Maybe it's repeatedly. Gunning is one. I'll guarantee you one thing, if our Jamaican friend wasn't on the phone before, you're right. She's she's ringing at that. You can feel the heat from that phone line right now. It's burning up. She's pissed. This is Clint Eastwood. Why not join your friends and choose a career of patriotism? You'll bring honor to yourself and win the admiration of the entire free world. This is Clint Eastwood saying so long and the best of luck. See ya, Clint. Well, you know, this is a kind of fun, and everybody likes it, except for that one lady. So I'll ponder during the break whether we want to continue doing any more of this, because we still have an hour and 20 minutes to go to salvage what we're doing here today. Sure wish we could see her while this is going on. Oh, yeah. I'd sure love to see the anguished looks on her puss. And see her frantically. She's got that, ba that baby on speed dial. This is Sports Radio 560. Hey, you bastard. This is for you, sweetheart, right up your alley. Fish, 
This weekend, I'll uh, smoke a big fat one in honor of Bob Marley, whose birthday would have been today. Oh! I'm going to smoke oh. two. Ross, the man himself. Anyway, so Miguel finally came through, as in smoke two. Here you go. Did he just bring this in? No, he phoned it in. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Where is he hanging it in up? In his office. <laughs> in other words, he doesn't want to be involved with us anymore. Or less. Well, that's the way it goes. And don't forget, if you want to contact Miguel, just contest at neilrogers.com is the website. For example, if you got any of your best stuff stuff late the last five or six years. Anyway, uh, hot couples contest. The dates to submit entries now through next Friday, December 13. You can vote for the hottest couple that we'll have on our website the following week, starting uh, the week of February 16. Email those pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. No messages, none of that crap. That's just a joke. Unless, of course, now the couple with the most votes wins their choice of one of these prizes, trip or two to hedonism in Jamaica, uh, with food and booze included in that one, or trip or two to the Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas, which includes airfare but no food or booze. So you choose, and then the second-place couple gets whatever trip be left over. They get sloppy seconds. And third-place prize, dinner for two at the Pizza Loft. All contest rules on our website, neilrogers.com, which QAM wants absolutely nothing to do with, and we're proud of that. We're pleased because it's disgusting and filthy and pornographic, and, of course, they're very upright in uh, their sports, which is why we have those long, long, ponderous promos. Oh, brother. And there, there's no way you can get through to that kid, you know, this Clarence guy. He's just uh, hopeless. Promos by homos. That's what it's all about. Long. I mean, one of these days they'll be playing like a whole quarter of a game back. I'm telling you. We got the middle-level management guys, and they sit around together. What can we do to upset Neil because, he, you know, he's the anti-sports guy. So let's put a bunch of sports play-by-play on him. Absolutely. Promos that go on forever. Promos from the homos. Anyway, uh, Howard Dean raised 700 grand in one day. Did you know on the Internet? No. After his appeal, he needed all that money to compete in Wisconsin. So don't count him out quite yet. I mean, close, but uh, keep your arm up in the air for the final count, but you never know. Scientific tests prove Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. That fact is verified by an independent consulting laboratory with more than 15 years' experience in cigarette research. Let your own taste and throat be the judge. 
For smoothness and mildness, there's never a rough puff in a lucky strike. Yes, prove to yourself what scientific tests prove. Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. Get a carton of Luckies today. Now, you know what that means, don't you? LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco? No, I did not know that. No, you did. Lucky Strike presents your hit parade. The Lucky Seven Songs of the Week with Jeff Clark, Eileen Wilson, the Hit Paraders, and Raymond Scott and the Lucky Strike Orchestra. Ever see Speed Racer? Yeah. You did? Are you kidding Come me? Come on. What are you talking about? Boca Brian got me the DVD for Christmas. Oh! Drive your Chevrolet. By the way, two important things. Donna Shirley is Jewish, and number two, she's still dead. America's the greatest land of all. On a highway or a road along a levee. See, levee. She sneaked that in there, levee. That's probably her real name. Life is completer in a Chevy. The great Jim Backus. I yes. love Jim Backus. Folks, yeah. with this stethoscope, doctors can find out if you got a heartbeat. This is Dr. Jimmy Durant. He's saying if the doctors can't find your heartbeat, it's a catastrophe. And now I gotta go and use this stethoscope. To see if my agent has a heart. Don't tell me you watch the Smurfs. Yeah, are you talking to me or Josh? <laughs> yes, along with me. One of the Smurfs die. Simple as die. Yes. Hi, this is Matt King Cole. And now that there's just you and just me, I've got a confession to make, my friend. Yeah. Put those cigarettes down, man. Put those cancer sticks down, man. Oh, Jesus. This is our... Way. Do you know, back in those days, in the 50s, yeah. and probably in the 60s, too, but especially in the 50s, uh, like Gary Moore and Nat King Cole, there were a lot of these guys who were, like, really uh, heavy-duty smokers, like Tupac. Oh, Tupac, won't oh. see him no more. But, uh, and they used to smoke on the air. It was very commonplace. Right, everybody did. I love Lucy. They were smoking constantly. Everybody, that's right. Uh, Lucy, uh, Desi was smoking on the air. Won't right. see him no more. They had that cigarette box right there on the coffee table. Spend an evening 
Oh, queer. Please, please say it's not Making real. Making your way in the world today oh. takes everything. <laughs> Gary Portnoy. Taking a break from all What's your worries. Sure would help a lot. They only had one head. Wouldn't you like to get away? This is it. Way before your time, mister, I'll tell you right now. No question. You know what it is? Uh-huh. I'll give you a clue. White people claim black folks. Wasn't that ever show back then? Amos and Andy. Ah. But we better not play too much of that. Hello? Newhart. Very good. Well, no, I mean, Bob Newhart is Well, you know, they left the sponge in uh, Jack Carr. He had an uh, open uh, bypass surgery uh, in 1998, and they left the sponge in him, and then, like, uh, he had a stroke for a little while later, and uh, that was the end of him. Hey, nice going, doctors. Butchers. Hello again. This is Jack Benny. Sounds like Greg Reed. Yep. We are going to explore the world of golden television. We as performers shared with you the creative best in our lives. You saw the performers in your own big, ugly glass picture tube. But one of the reasons both radio and television were able to provide free entertainment of the highest caliber was the advertisers who paid the bills. From Television City in Hollywood, the Jack Benny Program. Remember Fred Don Wilson? Guests, Dan Daly, Kirk Douglas, no. Fred McMurray, Tony Martin, and Dick no, Powell. No. Presented by Lucky Strike. Well, that Lucky Strike was all over the place, you know? That's why there's so many dead people now. Here you go. Quit puffing on them cancer sticks. I love this. I don't care what you say. I like this a whole lot. Yay. <laughs> Maybe it was those pipes. Now, do we have to go through the thing again about how you used to have to play that on the air as a disc jerky when you were jock? No, and, it's not. Uh, huh? When I was a jock. When you were doing jock, and that's the reason you hate that so much. That's a yeah. good theme. That's not the reason I hate it. I hate it because it's bad. The fact that oh, I, I see. play it just makes me hate it more. I think it's great. 12.56, 4 till noon at 5.60, QAM to 1, to whatever it is. and local. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one for two hour. Sounds like some more of that anti-religion crap. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, okay? It's a pile of crap. Anyway, 1 o'clock at 560, WQM, Mad Dog at 2, who's going to re, re, probably rehash those stories about those barbarians in Boston who went nuts after the Patriots won the Super Bowl. And yes, Virginia, there was a ball game. I sure hope Virginia didn't see that booby. Church, oh, somebody says Catherine Harris for the poll. Excellent choice. Church sex abuse suit filed. A 46-year-old man is suing the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Indianapolis, alleging that he was sexually abused repeatedly as a child by a priest. By the way, Lee Hamilton was from Indiana, not from Ohio. I was wrong. My bad. Who? 
The lawsuit comes today after the Archdiocese issued a report saying that 20 priests have been credibly accused of sexually abusing minors since 1950. The lawsuit filed yesterday in Marion Superior Court contends that the Reverend William Blackwell, remember uh, Mr. Blackwell used to do all the magic tricks, gay, committed the abuse while he was a teacher at St. Mary's School in Richmond from 1957 to 61. The alleged victim, identified only as Robert M. to protect his privacy, was an altar boy for Blackwell and a student in his Latin and theology classes. Robert M. alleges he was abused at several locations, including the church rectumary Rectum. and at Blackwell's parents' home in Marion County. He was abused in several locations. Well, Robert M. never reported the abuse to anyone outside the church. He's seeking unspecified damages. He now maintains that he suffers from psychological damage, shock, emotional distress, embarrassment, loss of self-esteem, disgrace, humiliation, and loss of enjoyment of life according to legal filing. Twelve lay people working for the church also have been credibly accused of committing abuse, the report said. None is still working for the archdiocese. David Cohesi... National Director for SNAP, survivors of uh, whatever that is, abused by priests, called the report a tiny step toward more of the long, buried, shameful truth. It's dangerous and naive to think they've suddenly decided to come clean, said Cloessi of the Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priest SNAP. Most bishops remain committed to damage control rather than genuine outreach and prevention. And, of course, he is, as always, absolutely correct, sir. You go, boy. Check that. Barnaby Jones. <laughs> oh, and I, I wanted more of that for you. I'm listening. <laughs> Absolutely. See, every time I play this and you never know who it is and you still don't know who it is. No. Bernie Jane. Kovacs, one of the real geniuses of TV, died in a car, uh, got hit by a car in New York. I'll take your word for it. Years ago. I, don't you remember Edie Adams? Come up and see me sometime with those white owl cigars? Okay. No, you don't. No. Well, that's because they used to advertise cigarettes and, t- uh, and uh, cigars on TV years ago. Right. Edie Adams was his widow. She the was on the show. She was, uh, she was, huh? In the good old days. In the good, well, Okay. Hey, I've got news for you. Ernie Kovacs was a lot better than uh, most of these assholes on there right now. Not that I'm, uh, you know, trying to live in the past. But, nevertheless, enough to make you want to gag. Ooh, 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 welcome back. Your dreams were... Leave it to Beaver. Gee, I think this is... Starring Barbara Billingsley. You Beaumont. Who's got the beaver? Tony Dow. And Jerry Mathers as the beaver. All right. Nobody don't like beaver. Well, almost. Okay. You'll get it. No, you won't. It's room 222. Sure you would. This part, don't recognize? Never watched room 222. (laughs) This is Donna Reed joining the station to bring you an important message. Damn it. Support your heart fund and help medical science in the all-out fight against heart disease.
Okay, now what do you guess? That was Donna Reed. What do you think this is from? Donna Reed show? Excellent. What a great guess. Oh, what a horrible show that was. That was Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking. Town to town, up and down the dial. Okay, I think we ought to pause right now and maybe take a few calls. Right. Maybe the audience is, you know, yesterday, like I told you this morning, they enjoyed it yesterday, but a little bit more of it today, a little bit too much, you know. It was great yesterday, but don't do it again. Like, we had a nice spaghetti dinner yesterday with meatballs and uh, good uh, marinara sauce, whatever. But uh, no more. We'll have, wait till a week from the circus. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We'll find out. WQAM. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, yesterday you mentioned uh, Guy Williams' name. Right, Zorro. And, and, I, was, and I was just curious, do you uh, have the uh, Lost in Space uh, theme? Theme? I bet you we do here somewhere, yes. I'm almost positive. I bet uh, your life on it. I'd like to hear it, if I can. Would you? Yeah. What, what is Guy Williams? Was he in Lost in Space? Yeah, he was uh, Mr. Robinson, the man, you know, the main guy. I'll be damned. I'm, if I uh, don't, if I can't find it, George will sing it. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Pally. Won't you sing it? Sure, why not? They had two. Yeah. Uh, lost in space. <laughs> um, I don't, we I had, don't see they it. had two different themes. They did. Yeah. The uh, the second uh, theme was the better one. Was that the one that June Allison it. sang? Yeah. Are you making fun of June Allison now? I would never. This is Dick Van Dyke oh. asking you to listen to this sound. Taxi, per favore. That they uh, they they kind of toned it down. They later did. On, yeah. Oh, is that? And, and keep in mind, now this is back. I don't know what year that was on. In the sixties, seventies. Mm-hmm. I dream of genie. And the big thing was that she uh, NBC had special private meetings because uh, Barbara Eden was uh, showing up with her navel exposed. Yeah, yeah, that was wrong. And that was back like uh, how many years ago would that be? About thirty, man. Yeah. 
and here we are. We see a little bit of booby on the Super Bowl, and America is crumbling. The foundations of the country are just uh, losing it, falling apart. It's like a massive shock to everybody's sensations, man, because we saw a little bit of Janet Jackson's booby on the tubey. Christ Almighty, man. Time to grow up, America. There's important crap going on, and you're all a titter about a oh. pile of crap. Can I say a titter? No. no. Not after Monday, probably. Wouldn't surprise me that we're going to have, like, Muff and Clarence sitting there. And you know what they're going to do? Instead of, like, having a dump on, they'll inject a sports promo every time I say crap or asshole sports. or something like that. Yeah, that's right. So if you hear the sound of uh, that, sports. You, you'll know they've dumped something that we said here. Like, maybe one of those <coughs> excretory uh, sounds. God. How embarrassing. It's just it's just shocking. And nobody in the media, in the mainstream media, has got the balls to tell it like it is, you know? Nobody. Mm -mm. All the same thing. Oh, this was an outrage, and boy, CBS is going to have hell to pay for this. And MTV, we know. I mean, how come they didn't realize MTV is so over the edge? Right. Just like uh, all those horrible reality shows they have on MTV, we might actually see somebody with part of their clothes off. Young people living in the same uh, house. Well, then how can they call it a reality show? <clears throat> they take their clothes off. Oh, that's true. Nobody does that. Not No decent people do that. I guarantee you, Michael Powell probably keeps his pants on when he <clears throat> takes a dump. Oh, I forgot. He doesn't take a dump. That's right. But if he did, it wouldn't stink. No, it would not. And it certainly wouldn't stain his pantaloons. It's 11 past 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, President's Day is less than two weeks away. That means that the mall stores and showrooms like they do every year at this time will be running those big, fat, phony mattress sales. You know, the ones where they first they double the price behind the scene, then they offer you half off. Well, what kind of a deal is that? If you really want rock-bottom prices and the best mattresses anywhere, 365 days a year, you know what to do. Call my good friends at Dollar Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS. No phony sales, no bait and swish, just everyday rock-bottom prices that are unbeatable on a complete line of the top manufacturers in the universe like Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. You can rest easy and enjoy a great night's sleep by calling this tool-free number right now. They'll be there knocking on your door in no time at all. 1-800-MATTRESS. And only Dollar Mattress still is they're the only ones who do this. They let you choose a two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule when it's convenient for you when your ass is going to be home any day, seven days a week from 8 in the a.m. till 10 p.m. Dollar Mattress offers you low prices, same-day delivery, free setup removal, so what's not to like? Don't be sucked in by those phony ads. Do the smart thing like I've been doing and George and Boca Brian. Miguel, even Fat Boy is doing it. Call 1-800-MATTRESS and guarantee you and yours a great night's sleep for years to come. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or online, it's mattress.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Holiday season, Bechtel introduces the Saudi Barbie. Seems our Saudi friends were upset with the old Barbie since all blondes named Barbie are Jewish. So the good patriots at Bechtel redesigned her to make Barbie Saudi friendly. Because as you know, the Saudis are our friends. They like us. It had nothing to do with 9-11. 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 So to cater to our Saudi friends by sliding our tongue further up their smelly hole, meet Alaba Barbie. She comes complete with a sand display that lets you bury her up to her neck when she fails to obey. For major offenses, Bandar Ken will yank her head off with a chain, towed behind a realistic Humvee. Bandar Ken sold separately. The no longer Jewish Alaba Barbie, now resembling Barbara Eden. It was Jewish. You can tell it's big tell. It's swell. There it is. That's a good one. All right. 
show about El Presidente's brain lost in space. Danger. This is Ernest Borgmine, suggesting that you see your Navy recruiter soon. Your investigation will reveal that as a naval officer, you'll have a position in which you not only meet your duty to your country, but you'll be participating in a team effort that brings an immeasurable sense of personal accomplishment. I wonder what this is now. I beg your pardon? What is I'm it? guessing this is uh, Rat Pack. How about, yes, McHale's Navy, then you'll be right. How about F Troop? Oh, that's this. F as in fat. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Hmm. I think maybe you Atomic batteries are power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Jesus, Robin, what's that hanging out of your tights? Jesus Christ. Stereo man just about made my uh, thing tingle. What? I can't. This is Raymond Burke. They in can. this short announcement, I can't tell you much. You can get the latest information about research by writing to NIH Bethesda, Maryland, 20014. Gay. Gay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, Perry, guess what? You're gay. Oh, no. Brings a tear to my eye. And a moist spot to my fly. Seventy-seven sunset strip. Man, you're the skizziest. Now, how about some instant wax? Hmm? It's too much. Seventy-seven sunset strip. Brought to you by Brill Cream. Brill Cream. Brill Cream. Brill Cream. A little that'll do ya. Use more. Only if you dare. But watch out. The gals will offer to ya. They'll 
rough to get their fingers in your head. So brave is Corporal Rusty. Oh, he is just a boy. How true is Private Renton. They are the Army's pride and joy. Now, did we decide he died or what? I guess he died, huh? I could look it up. Robert Stack. He, he died, I think. How sad. Daniel Boone was a man. Yes, a big man. Daniel Quayle? With an eye like an eagle and as tall as a mountain was he. Daniel Boone was a man. Yes, a big man. Okay. He was brave, he was fearless, and as tough as a mighty oak tree. From the coonskin camp, on the top of old Dan, to the heel of his rawhide shoe. Awesome. The ribbonist, roaring his finest man, the frontier ever knew. Daniel Boone was a man, yes, a big man. What a boom, what a doer, what a dream come a truer was he. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, we just got through hearing this. My name is Alfred Hitchcock. Our next number is designed to drown out the sound of shovels. If you spend your evenings watching murder instead of doing it yourself, you may recognize this. Just for the Jamaican lady, we sure hope you're enjoying it today. In fact, it's so good we might play them all again on Monday. Out of limits? No. Uh, tell me. Now wait a minute. Did you just say outer limits? That's what I said. Oh. What was the other one? Night gallery. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Yes, there is. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. All right. We will control the horizontal. Well, that must be Mike, Michael Powell. We will control the vertical. We can change the focus to a soft blur or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. Now, the other one, which uh, you're never going to get it. So I don't know if I know. You don't know. Is that Night Gallery? Dark Shadow. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a soap opera. You wouldn't watch that. Right. Even if it did have vampires and werewolves. There you go. Uh, hey, Quentin, how you doing, Quentin? Gay. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Oh! Martin Landau. Told you. Martin yeah. Landau. Peter Graves. Of course. Who's his wife, Martin Landau? Come on. I don't know. She was on the show. Barbara Billingsley. 
WQAM, hello. Let me ask you something. Yeah. How does it, how does it feel to know that you're going to burn in hell from the poison you've been spewing out over the radio? It feels great. You and that little homo that works with you. How does it feel? feel sensational, man. In fact, I'm just feeling it right now. Because, you know, you, you, you know you're spewing you know, 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 you know. You're a piece of crap. Crap. You know that you are. You know that you're a piece you're of crap, don't homo. you? Huh? You're going to burn in hell, mister. I can smell it right now right over the phone line. In fact, your phone line is burning up. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, this, oh, this is Neil. Must be uh, those provocative uh, theme songs. I got him all whipped up. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I, I was in delay. Anyway, uh, there are two. I, you may have played it, but it started Henry Mancini's career. One was yeah. Peter Gunn. Played the, it. And the other was Mr. Lucky. Mr. Lucky. Uh, I think I he always... just called Mr. Lucky. Barbara Bain. Uh, it, it's on here somewhere. What? Barbara Bain. Both and Martin Landau. This is William Shatner with a reminder that you can bring my fantasy world closer to reality. I'll Find out how you can help. Write to me, William Shatner, Westport, Connecticut, 06880. Log of the Starship Enterprise, star date 5943.7. Captain Kirk, this is Lieutenant Uhura. Mr. Spock is ready to patch in. Go ahead, Mr. Spock. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful condition. I have no life. It seems they can't control their limbs, and their minds are dull and useless. I have no life. Fascinating. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century Earth disease called hard I have no drug life. abuse. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Uh, that was the fa that was the greatest thing William Shatner ever said in his life was get a life. Just those three simple words. Hey, all you Trekkies out there, get a life, you assholes, you silly people. It's just a freaking TV show. Twenty six after one. That's right. We're going to be burning in hell, pal. In fact, we'll pass the uh, we'll pass the nanners. How do you like that? We'll let you peel them. EF Tire and Auto Repair is a great place to take your car because these people know their crap. They've been around for a long time. You'll find them at fifty eighty three North Federal Highway, just a mile and a half north of Sample Road, in prestigious Pompano Beach. EDF Tire and Auto Repair, experience the difference that experience makes. All EF mechanics are ASC, certified technicians, current with all the latest technology, and most of them have been around for a long time. They've been with the EF team for almost 20 years, most of them. EF team has got over 200 combined years of experience, so it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out you can trust your car to these guys. No job is too big or too small at EF either. From a blown fuse to a blown engine, from a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley, EF Tire and Auto Repair does it all. All jobs are meticulously double-checked for accuracy by the shop foreman, and every car is cleaned upon completion of the work, so your car, when I give it back to you, looks and feels and smells just like brand new. EF Auto's most extended warranties offer you wide weight service on most repairs, too. 5083 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach is where you'll find EF. Call them and be sure and ask about their 90-day same-as-cash-new-interest credit card, 954-426-9926. That's 954 954- 426-9926 for EF Tire and Auto Repair, so good that they're nationally recognized as one of the most successful auto repair facilities in the entire U.S. of A. 
And yet, don't forget their motto, nobody cares more and nobody will work harder to earn your business. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. On your knees, fiddle with your rosaries. Bow your head with great respect and... Jenny Flex, Jenny Flex, Whatever steps you want, if you have cleared them with the pontiff, everybody say his own Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican ride. Processional, step into that small confessional. They're the guy who's got religion. I'll tell you if your sin's original. If it is, try playing it safer. Drink the wine and chew the wafer. Two, four, six, eight. Time to transubstantiate. Oh! Get down upon your knees. Fiddle with your rosaries. Bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Make a cross on your abdomen. When in Rome, do like a Roman. Ave Maria. Gee, it's good to see you. Getting ecstatic and started dramatic and doing the fighting and right. Governor and former Senator Chuck Robb, Judge Lawrence Silverman, to look at American Oy. intelligence capabilities, especially our intelligence about weapons of mass destruction. He's talking about intelligence? Last week, our former chief weapons inspector, David Kay, reported that Saddam Hussein's regime had weapons programs and activities in violation of United Nations Security Council resolutions. But no weapons. And was a gathering threat to the world. But no weapons. Dr. Kay also stated that some pre-war intelligence assessments by America and other nations about Iraq's weapon stockpiles have not been confirmed. We're determined to figure out why. We're also determined to make sure that American intelligence is as accurate as possible for every challenge in the future. Right. Before we go to war again, based on Prol the Proliferation uh, of weapons of mass destruction. I'll wait till I see him on uh, Tim Russell Sunday, won't you? Yeah. I don't want to see no more. Anyway, we got 737 votes on our poll right now. The biggest asshole of the new millennium so far, and it is only 2004. We got a ways to go, uh, unless he blows up the whole world first. And the very self-same said George W. Bush, who's speaking at the moment. 396. That is shocking. 356, I'm sorry. He doesn't need any extra help. 356. He's in a leak of his own, man. He's so far ahead that it's a joke. Rush Limbaugh, 89. Osama Yamama is moving up steadily, 71. Michael Jackson, 69. Dick Cheney, 33. Michael Powell, 28. Donald Rumsfeld, 23. Justin Tinkerbell, 16, and after that single-digit small potatoes, although Danny Boy, Dan Wiener's got six, tied with Carl Rove. And your buddy Phil Henry Are you sure? has five. New York bishop denies sex abuse charge. A Catholic bishop accused of sexually abusing a man who later killed himself is forcefully denying the charge, offering to take a polygraph test demanding an investigation by the DA. Bishop Howard Hubbard held a news conference yesterday, hours after he cut short a vacation in Florida and returned to Albany. I've never sexually abused anyone who said I've honored my views of celibacy. Do we believe him? No. No, he's a priest. His remarks came in response to allegations by Andy Zelay, who told reporters his brother Thomas set himself a fire at their parents' home in 1978. Oh, brother. You ready for that? No. Set himself a fire at his parents' home. 
And you know what happens to you when you set yourself on flare? You become flaming. Right. Gay. Hubbard, who has led the Roman Catholic Diocese of Albany since 1977, said he never met these delays, and that he had knew of no records pertaining to sex abuse Thomas Zelay, uh, of Thomas Zelay by any priest who had served in the Albany Diocese. He said, Zelay said his brother was distraught because Hubbard had abused him. Well, we don't believe that, do we? Yeah. You know, Hubbard? Flaming! There's another one of those isolated instincts. Now, now that we're going to burn in hell, we might as well have a good time doing it. Secret no. it. Love that guy. There's a man who leads a life of danger. To everyone he meets, he stays a stranger. Another challenge for the Green Hornet. His aide, Capo, and their rolling arsenal, the Black Beauty. On police records, they wanted criminals. The Green Hornet is really Britt Reed, owner publisher of the Daily Sentinel. His dual identity, known only to his secretary and to the district attorney. And now, to protect the rights and lives of decent citizens, rides the Green Hornet. Okay, now where was the Green Hornet recorded on radio? What station? I don't know. Come on. How would I know that? WXYZ, Detroit. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the story you're about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. What do you want? Information. Whose side are you on? That would be telling. We want information. No. Information. Information. You won't get it. By hook or by crook. We will. Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. <laughs> Boop says hi. Right? I beg your pardon? Boop. Is it for the night dog? Hi. Now, since you just watched the boy and his dog again the other day, you told me. Yes. You see similarities between the uh, the setting for that movie and uh, the prisoner. Okay, sure. I, you I, don't? I I saw similarities between uh, the setting for that and the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already had this, yeah, Perry. That's all right. Good hang time. <laughs> Sounds like stripper music. Yay. Oh. Here we go. Quick theme. Since you don't like cop shows, are you going to tell me you didn't like Hawaii Five-O? Well, what was to like? 
Oh! Welcome, Daniel. I got all excited with the intro. They had that chick dancing. Yeah. You know, they had the hula girl right there. Hoochie Coochie. Heard of the and, of course, that was a hula girl show. You right. know how many years ago this was on? About 30, man. And a Hoochie Coochie girl back then shaking her booty, and uh, Michael Powell didn't get upset about it. Of course, he wasn't born yet. But... So it sucked yeah. in. And I'm sitting there, I'm still, so it sucked, you know, the theme song. You got sucked girl. in? Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting there watching, and I realize, oh, it's another formulaic piece of crap cop show. There's another one. Adam 12? Yeah, of course. Shame on you. What? She could die or was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world No. Jonah Barb was the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. You already have this? You don't mess with Ephraim Zimbalus Jr., man. I'll tell you that right now. We're going to go on one of them religion Bible puppet channels and start reading from the Bible. He gets so upset. The FBI. Oh! Now, just in case there's anybody else who's upset that we did this a couple days in a row, not the whole show, but just a little here and there with these uh, old themes from TV, uh, we're going to give you the phone number for the Jamaican lady before the end of the show. And you can call her over the weekend and commiserate and plan your, you know, map out your plan of attack on Duff Lindsay, right? Right. So that Monday he gets thousands of calls saying, we find this uh, just unacceptable. <laughs> and we didn't like that poll either too much. Oh, God, go get your own poll, lady. Okay, that's probably what her problem is. You can't find one. 140, 20 till 2 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you what you will find at Pizza Loft. Lots of delicious goodies, man. Fresh, delicious stuff. They give you such big portions, too. That's why people love the pizza lot, because it's almost enough for two. In fact, some people I know who go there and eat for free actually sometimes share because they're afraid they might get charged. But at any rate, here's the deal. Every Monday night at the Loft in Davie is lasagna night. Tuesday's eggplant night. Buy one of these dinners on these nights. Get the second one for only 5 bucks. Every Wednesday, kids eat free with adults. They can see Jeff's famous magician. Thursday is bike night at the Loft. Come out on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, get the second one for half price. I guarantee you the... Garlic rolls at the loft are the best you've ever had. They got three different kinds of pizza. Every kind of pasta dish ever been invented. They got chicken and veal seafood. They got calzone super subs. They've got it all. And like I told you, the prices are teeny and tiny and the portions are gigantic. Fresh and delicious is the way they cook it for you. Nothing soggy. Always cook to order too. Pizza loft even caters. Use them for your next office or home party. Your next affair. Catering for as low as five bucks per person. Here's the number for takeout delivery. Call 954-916-8880. And Jeff says he will never make that mistake again that he made uh, last year. 954-916-8880. You'll find the loft on University Drive between Griffin and 595 and a pizza loft plaza behind Pier 1 Imports. Tons and tons of free parking. Say hi to our good buddy Jeff, uh, whatever his name is, Cohen, and the whole gang at the world-famous Pizza Loft. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. Oh my god. No like all the harper. No. Dum dum dum. Every time I see. Dum 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 dum. That retarded dim witch. 
Goldberg at the Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament at 4. That's some golf stuff, man. Wow. Joe and Mark at 7 till 10. Eddie K at 10 and Sporting News Radio overnight because it's free, number one, and because, number two, it's sports. Oh, yeah. Sports. Thank you. Well, let's find out how the audience, uh, if we still have anybody listening, okay, because, you know, two days in a row of this. Didn't I right, say at the yeah. beginning of the show we don't want to do that again? But there were so many good ones that I hadn't played yesterday, and I've got thousands more, by the way, Jamaican lady. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Reference of the uh, upcoming interview on Sunday, Meet the Press with uh, Bush and um, uh, what is it? Uh, Tim, Tim Russert. Russert. The mar- the, it'll be the marshmallow toss, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, Tim Russert lives next door to, to Dick Cheney. I mean, right? He, he's already writing the questions and the answers for Bush right now as we speak. I mean, he's going to be looking both armpits, especially the the right one. Uh, it, it is such a joke, really. I mean, yeah. if people can't see through it, well. Hopefully more people are going to see through it and vote against him come November. Exactly, especially when he starts fumbling and bumbling. Oh, oh, he will. We know that. Anyway, you have a good day. And you too. Have a great weekend. Five six seven oh five sixty. Don't forget El Presidente on Meet the Press. And you know what they say? If you're on Meet the Press, do right. a good job. You're going to be uh, go far. <laughs> and we hope he does soon. The president, like uh, far away from us, like Wesley Clark. He's really doing, it, isn't he? No. Oh. That's what that uh, punk said that day a few months ago. Oh, Wesley Clark was on uh, Meet the President. He did great. And, of course, you know what happened? Yeah, right. He was just, he was funning us. He had to be. Wouldn't you think? I thought. WQAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Buenas tardes. May I speak to Neil, please? Buen pomeriggio. Who? Neil. Neil who? Neil Roger. Oh, speaking, yes. Oh, Neil. <laughs> hey. Come uh, down now. Don't get I've been listening to you for a long time, and you're funny. Uh, you know, it's Black History Month, right? What is it? You know, this month is Black History Month. Yeah. You know, a good song will be good for this program today? What would that be, sir? The restitution song. And I'm a black guy. Yeah. I need my kiss. Kiss a nigga good morning. Yeah. I miss that song. Well, I'll tell you what. You uh, let me know where you can find it, and we'll uh, play for it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. That was beautiful, wasn't it? <laughs> he must know the Jamaican lady. I'll bet you. WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Sugar Bridges, listen. Did you? Could you play the Sky King one? 
Did you do that one yet? Sky King? Yeah, don't you remember that one? Oh, I remember it, but, uh, geez, where the hell am I going to find that? That's from 100 years ago. How about how about The Life of Riley? Uh, oh, gee, I, I, I don't know if I got that or not. That was one of my favorite shows. I know. I love that. William Bendix was great. Yeah. See if you can find it. Okay, I'm looking for it. Thank You're you. You're the man. Okay. Uh, what do you say, honey bears? Something like that. Sugar bitches. Uh, I don't, I don't have life for Riley. Now, well, here's an assignment for, uh, Boca Brian. Some that we don't have on any of these. <coughs> and what was the other one? Oh, Sky King. I would have thought I would have had Sky King. You know, let's see, adventure, uh, afternoon adventure. Uh, the Virginian, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, here's Sea Hunt. That begins with an S. No, got it. But we'll, uh, we'll put those together now on Monday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. Anybody that doesn't like that programming, you can blame the uh, Jamaican lady, okay? Just out of spite. We're going to play theme songs till she's got them coming out of her Rectum. ass. WQAM, hello. It puts the lotion in the basket. Thank you. Yeah, let's play that, too. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. What was that, that goon's name that, that was arrested ten times a time with the hurricanes? William... William es un negro puto asesino ladrón, hijo de puta. <laughs> what was his name? Wow, Willie, Willie Williams. William Bendix. Willie Williams, that's what it was. Well, what do we know and what do we care? Call one of the sports shows about uh, that, whatever he is. He could make that same call. It'd be great. Exactly. They wouldn't know what you're talking about any more than I do either. But George knows and he ain't saying. Yeah, it great. And I ain't arguing either. WQM, hello. Hey, George. Yes. Uh, can I talk to Neil? I just no. want to say something about that jerk in... Uh, Kill that kid. Yeah, go ahead. Um, they'd have to, they'd have to, they'd have to shoot me in a courtroom, man. This guy, I strangle him with my bare hands. I wouldn't, Wait. I wouldn't bring a weapon or nothing in there. I'd well, it's not a very long death. drive. I'd get on the LA right now and head up I-75. You can be there by oh five o'clock this afternoon, I would say, if you really hurry, maybe four thirty. Right? Yeah. Just fly across the alley. You can go about ninety on the alley and then zip sure. right up seventy-five before the uh, tra the uh, you know traffic rush really starts. Zip up there, you know, Fort Myers and Naples. Of course, not necessarily uh, in that order. What? You know, this guy's been in jail before, so they wouldn't have had to let him out. They didn't have to let him loose. But they did. But they See, did. they do it over they, and over and over time. again. It's just, uh, I sure hope Lionel Tate don't get in no more trouble. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm Jeez. not assuming that he will, but I sure uh, hope he doesn't, just for everybody's sake. I don't care. I mean, you know, if he wants to wrestle with his conscience, that's fine. But he wants other than to that, wrestle with his mother. One fifty-one, nine minutes still two at five sixty QAM. <laughs> Well, congratulations. Get a life. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy. Not Judge Judy. That's a different niece kite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey. Did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabis and I look like a Shane Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, huh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Michigas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were gone in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagitz. Most of the time, he's a mensch. But on occasion, 
I hate him. I think my husband Howie would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little PO'd about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City. I got to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, Gazakazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Oh, Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry. Uh -huh. It's uh, 156 Mad Dog in four minutes at 2 o'clock. we got to get in a whole bunch of these calls before we go, don't we? All of them. To make up for lost time. WQAM, hello. See, no time to waste. QAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Hey, Mr. Christian, did you play any of those uh, uh, ones from like the, you know, like the 70s, you know, uh, cop shows like Cannon and... Uh, played, it, played it yesterday. McMillan and Wife and Mannix and Ironside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo. Wow, I think he's coming apart of the seams. Get him Raymond Burr's old chair, will you please? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. For the poll, how about Kenny Lay? Kenny Lay is good. Kenneth Lay, get him on there. Thank you. Before we ran out of time, thank you. Thank you. Excellent choice. Good Kenneth one. Lay. See. Like to see him laid right out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Mess with me, and you're messing with. Oh God! That's right. That sounded like the guys with the eyes boyfriend. That one two calls ago. Five six seven oh five. Huh? Or or maybe it was David Cassidy doing a voice. Because I hear he's got David locked up in a broom closet. WQAM. Hello. Kyle Webster, Grace Hilton, a runner court, Pittsburgh, Penfield, Charlotte, Kennedy, Victor, and. Hamlin. All right. Which wouldn't be the first closet David's been in, of course. WQAM, hello. Yeah, how you doing, buddy? Okay, okay Powell. Uh, Michael Powell, can you play that uh, that bit where Skelly says, It smells like doo-doo. Go. It smells like doo-doo? What bit is that? I don't know. I where either. Goldie says that. Oh, where Goldie says it smells like... Boy, I can't believe Josh is actually paying attention to any of this. Boy. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I wouldn't. I sure wouldn't, especially these calls today. But he's, man, he is uh, hanging on every word you guys are saying. Not paying too much attention to us, but these callers, because that's where the sports people are in because you guys are the show. That's what Mad Dog always says. You guys are the show. Now, if he really, does he really believe that? No. No, he's just, he's just trying to suck up a little bit, you know, trying to be humble and things like that. Oh, and you know what I almost forgot, because I know the Mad Dog's going to be talking a lot of hockey. The game last night, and I know the Panther coming down in Phoenix was great. Leafs are losing 4 nothing in Ottawa after, after uh, into the second period. 4 nothing. Okay, calm down, Joe. Save your voice. Who's well, got the all-star break? I beg your pardon? Boog's in for the Mad Dog. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard you say something about, I thought you were booing my performance or something. I heard George say, Boog. No, oh, Boog. Boog is in for the Mad Dog. Yeah, that's Boog. Who's well, jeez, I mean, they were promoting Mad You should have told me that before. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Mad Dog's in for Boog. I mean, <laughs> these guys, I'm telling you, no, Mo this morning, was Mo on? Absolutely. Not. You Mo? Is uh, Mad Dog on? Absolutely. Not. Jesus. 
that kind of. Don't tell me Hank's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna have like a, another substitute or prostitute. I don't know. Because that would really be bad. Humper at four from the Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament. Don't forget, Joe and Mark are good, close personal friends. Seven to ten tonight before everybody goes to sleep. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. You no, know, they got the hut. Uh, yeah, look. What word did you say?